It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino at chumbacasino.com. Choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. You're listening to an all-games radio network broadcast of allgames.com. Allgames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. Hey, this is Dave Fenoy, the voice of Lee Everett, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. I'm Sarah Wayne Callies, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Laurie Holton, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me, so keep listening. Hi, this is Sid Haig, and you're listening to ZombieCast. That's why you can hear me, stupid. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper in Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the ZombieCast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to ZombieCast. ZombieCast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, follow me. And thank you Romero for that super awesome introduction this weekend, welcome zombies to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 278, where I am Sean. I am Matt. I'm Ted. And thank you zombies for another download of ZombieCast this week, we want to thank you no matter where you get us iTunes, Stitcher, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. It's the best places every Monday night. They call me Eastern at allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat. Uh, you can also go to ZombieCast.net, click that live banner up top, and it will bring you over to All Games. So a little simpler that way. Up at allgames.com. If you want to hear Slab and Ken, I join Slab on all devices, car stereos, Amazon Echo, PS4, and where this week, Ted? I always forgot. I forget every month. Every week, Ted. You've got a whole every week to think of one thing. That's your God. only job on this entire podcast. I gotta think of thing. Communication. I got it. Uh, oh, 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 oh. You can hear about it on a list uh, found on Google by Tiger Claw. Yeah. Nice, nice. It's a little inside baseball, but yeah, I like it. Yep. Search yeah. list by Tiger Claw, and you know what? Zombie Cast will come right out of your speaker. Oh, no, wait. That, that part we just thought we were doing was not broadcast, so that makes no sense. Well, shit. No, no it Oh, doesn't. well. What about, oh, well, what about uh, the International Space Station? Yeah. How about 
Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, the International Space Station. You yeah. hear us there. You know what? You sure could. I guarantee you, tune in's available on it. Chris Hadfield, you if you're up there, to which us? you're not. Yeah. Yeah, we're waving up there, space guys. Yeah. ZombieCast, we love you. We support the That's NASA. ZombieCast waiting in the sky. Hey, wait, wait. We support we support NASA and and the Canadian arm that was in the space shuttle. Canada arm. Yeah. Is that, what, is that what it was called? You guys paid for the arm. We paid well, for the Canada space arm. shuttle. Yeah. That was a heck of a deal, right, Ted? Well, without uh, yeah, the arm, we really, spaceship... we really took it up the pooper on that one. Without the yeah. arm, your spaceship's nothing, guys. You can't grab anything. I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. This is what we're talking about, Ted. We, we pay billions of dollars for the space shuttle to go up, and then you know, it, you know, we have a little flag, and then the arm comes out of the back, the yeah. back of the the. You mean the purpose the, of the space shuttle, yeah. And it says Canada, real giant, big as a space shuttle on it. Good. So if I if I were to look up Canada arm, would that would no, pick Canada arm? Canada arm. Canada, yeah, space shuttle, Canada. And you have Canada. Do you see it, Ted? Do you see the? Oh, Wikipedia has Canada right here. What is it, Ted? Tell us about it. It looks like the space shuttle has a penis. Basically, it's the Canada arm is the space shuttle's wiener. Basically. Oh my God! Y'all are the wiener. You're the wiener of the spaceship. Does that make you proud, Matt? You're the dipper of the, the, the shuttle. I'm the dipper. <laughs> and look how big that dipper is. Big and proud. Just picks up the Hubble Space Telescope like it ain't nothing. Yeah. Sets it to the side. Uh, we do want to remind you guys to go over to zombieresearchsociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles. And over on the front page, you can listen to ZombieCast over there in podcast form. We do want to thank Mr. George Romero. Matt Moak, Zamathan, Dave Marks, all those guys over there at the Society is having us as their official and only radio show at ZombieResearchSociety.com. And while you're over on the social medias, go to Facebook, search ZombieCast, like our page over there. And over on the Twitters, you can follow at RealDonaldTrump, and then you can follow at at ZombieCastWorld, so you you can keep up with politics. You're going to want to follow uh, RealDonaldTrump first for all the latest insights, and then uh, follow ZombieCast. If you're wondering well, what has, Hillary's up to, follow Donald Trump. Yes. Yeah. Well, he has 40 million followers. We have like 40,000. So we're catching up with Donald, the old Don. And I, I have reached out to Donald about getting him on the show. Uh, he oh, said yeah. uh, he will he will listen to the show. Uh, Kellyanne Conway said that she will listen to the show and, and let Donald know if he's allowed to come on it. <laughs> nice, nice. Yeah. So I'm hoping... We have an international host on here. Yeah, and I told her that uh, I really love uh, Kelly Wise the Clown, and, to, and, and uh, she did not seem to respond well. So I think I fucked it up, but we'll see. So okay, right. so we don't have a we don't have a choice now. It's not gonna yeah. happen. Yeah. All right, that's cool. You know, I, I, maybe he'll just crash. Maybe he'll just call in unexpected one week. <laughs> you, well, I, you know, I had this giant Canada subject to talk about, but we've already hello, talked hello, about the uh, we're getting month. a call. Hello, Matt, Sean, <laughs> and Ted. Don! Donald! El, El Presidente Donald Trump. <laughs> Donald, hi, welcome to ZombieCast. Uh, do you watch The Walking Dead, Don? Or can I call you Don, by the way? I, I, I watch The Walking Dead every d- time I watch C-SPAN and see those clowns uh, doing nothing. 
<laughs> it's fake we news, have, right? We have an email. We Go have an email, America. Don. Info, info at zombiecast.net if you want to email us, Don. It's legit emails. All right. Can I use this show to get a free? Uh, can I use uh, to get a free press badge to uh, Walker Stalker, Washington D.C.? I'd like to represent the show. Yeah, Don. Sure. Can we, what, what if Don, can we send Donald Trump to Walker Stalker, Washington, and he can represent Zombiecast? Why? Why yeah. does he need our help getting to Walker Stalker? Why? Why couldn't he do it? He's I banned. think he can get credentials. Yeah, probably. He got, he got banned. It's, uh, Walker Stalker is an inclusive, uh, safe space, and they do not allow uh, D- Donald Trump there. Our good buddy James Bandy, man. No good. But, uh, <laughs> but, but, you know, I had a Canada subject, and we've already talked the Canadian arm. Do you want me to go on with the Canadian? I mean, I never want you to go on with the Canadian topic, so <laughs> my, votes, my vote doesn't count. John, John, uh, <laughs> John we know you're, you're going to do it anyway. Why do you ask? So... so well, you know, it's a big one this week, and it's yeah. something that we don't talk about much, but this is the Canada topic of the week. Now, me and Ted, we've been behind the, you know, the, the study boards, and we got bulletin boards and stapled and, you know, like the, the felt things where you can put the circles up there and it sticks. You know, we've really been doing the Canada thing up, and we were thinking, what have we not talked about here on ZombieCast? And to, here's today's subject. Matt, has it snowed up there this week? <clears throat> we, we haven't talked about this on ZombieCast? No. No, no, this is a first. Is it snowed up there yet? Uh, No, it has not snowed here yet. Well, damn, that's all I had, Ted. (laughs) Uh, That was it? (laughs) You just blew through that. Sorry. I I was planning 30 minutes on that question. Oh, oh, I mean, it snowed last week, if that helps your uh, thingamajig. But uh, no, other than that. Do you play Informer by snow whenever it's snowing? What's that? You ever play Informer? By... You know, like oh. now. Like you guys, it's, you know, it's, it's, uh, it's Christmas time. I mean, don't we have any Santa questions we could ask Matt or something? Hmm. You see, I, yeah. Is Santa a dipper? <laughs> Look. That guy's from Canada, guys. I watched a documentary with Jim Carrey. It's called Jim and Andy on Netflix. Yeah, uh, I saw that. Yeah. And, dude, I thought it was... A, I thought it was. I loved it. I, I really liked it. Uh, but they play Informer whenever he redone on the, uh, Living Color, uh, the, the snow bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, he, yeah, I forgot. He, I remember that he played snow on Informer. I mean, I mean on Living Color. Okay, well, you just watched this, right, Matt? Uh, no, no, I saw the ad for it, and you really want to see it. It looks good. Oh, because when you watch him, I'm like, man, he's got Canadian teeth. I know I always talk about the Canadian teeth. <laughs> when you look at Jim Carrey, that, you're like, that's man, that's thing? Canadian. That's yeah, it's thing. like perfect white. It's like that. I, some Canadians, it's weird, dude. It's like you have your two front teeth, but it's like all their top teeth are like their two front teeth. They're just perfect. Mm-hmm. Does that uh, make sense? Yeah, well, I got, that's – Matt's wife has that. If you're like, look at a picture of uh, Matt's wife. You, you know, she's not. She's a uh, Croatian, whatever the hell she is. Yeah, who knows? But the thing is, she uh, <laughs> she's got these perfect fucking teeth. Like, look at Matt's wife's teeth. Yeah, Matthew, they're congratulations flawless. Teeth. Yeah, they're they're pretty flawless. Mine, I've got a big gap in my teeth. I got like the Dave Letterman gap in my two front teeth, and I can fix that, but I don't want to. But see, yeah, you know, I've always wondered. And you know, I always talk about the Canadian teeth, but what, what if it's all dentures, Ted? 
What if I'm wrong? What if it's, well, we what do if, have like, yeah free healthcare and stuff. What if, there, what if there's a giant conspiracy, Canadian tooth conspiracy? Or they're something? all gun. They're all gun conspiracy. They're born without teeth and they all have dentures. Uh, no, that's I don't think that's stuff either. Yeah, but Canadians have beautiful teeth. I just want to tell you that something happy about Canada. Yeah, thanks, bro. Uh, I noticed Americans have decent teeth too. It just depends on where you are. Um, I'm in the south. Yeah, the south people don't really have good teeth. <laughs> they don't really have teeth. <laughs> Period. It's the best uh, BJ's in the world, maybe. Uh, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, before we get to the Walking Dead talk, I do want to talk about something. Yeah. And last week uh, we were talking about the timeline with you know we just found out that Morgan was going over to the Walking Dead and we're like right. the timeline won't line up or this or that or the other and then yeah I got to thinking you know season eight so far has literally been a day right a day, maybe right. two days yeah that's so what it did. I, I think maybe fear what the shit I think fear has surpassed the Walking Dead on the timeline. Because they have they have night and day, night and day, night and day, night and day. Next episode, night and day, night yeah, and day. We flash forward like months in The Walking Dead, though. Don't, don't they still have like electricity and shit and helicopters flying around on uh on? Well, then again, Rick did see a helicopter a, a, a couple weeks ago. I would like to know where they are in the timelines, though, in terms of being matched up. Guys, they're not. You know what's going to happen? You know how they're going to do this? Morgan is just going to show up on Fear the Walking Dead. And they're not going to explain any of it and just go, fuck it. No, no, no. He's, it's gonna he's, be a, he's just going to be on the show with no explanation. It's going to be a big F you defense. It's just going to be a video of Morgan. He's just gonna, We're going to find out he was an actor beforehand, and he's going to appear in a bunch of like tutorial videos that they run across. And that's going to be the crossover. His character isn't actually going to show up. But well, All right. Well, all right well, a lot of podcasts that I listen to, they, they, they're like, I don't know how it's going to line up. How's he gonna get, you know, how did he – how was he in Atlanta? Mm-hmm. And then he went to Texas and then come back that quick. Whenever you know, he was with the cheese man and all that. But the, here's my theory. I don't think it's going to be pre. I think the way he talked on The Walking Dead last week, he yeah. said, I said my goodbyes, I packed my bags, and I left Atlanta. It's going to be sad leaving that crew forever. So it's not going to be in the past. I, every, they were even talking about it this week, about how so, Morgan had it. They go fit him in before he, he no, come back to Rick and them. But so, I think it's. It's going to yeah. be live, like now, like like he leaves Rick and then he's permanently on that show, right? I think the simplest answer is I think Fear's going to do a time jump at the end of this season and pick up maybe three years after, and Morgan's going to be on the show. Or something like that, but it's not going to be before he come back to Rick and him, right? Because it seems I mean, like wouldn't he, have, wouldn't he have said, uh, Rick, while I was gone, I drove to Texas and had two years of misadventures <laughs> with this <laughs> Crazy yeah. woman and a and a drugged out son. He would have. He he seems like something he would have mentioned. But of course, they they just pulled this idea out of their ass about six months ago. So it's you know they didn't set it up at all. It could be Morgan's twin brother. Yeah. Now w- 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 you know this is kind of old news, but one of my f- most favorite actresses is joining Fear. Now I used to watch. I, you know I've watched all of her shows. I really liked the movie she was in. Can't hardly wait. Uh, you know, I still love Can't Hardly Wait. You know, she Jenna was a stripper angel. Can't Hardly Wait. Oh, yeah. oh, she was. You're right. She was that stripper. I forgot about that. And uh, but you know, we used to watch Dharma and Greg, and now we watch Imagination Mary, which is on ABC. I mean, a, a huge show. But Jenna Elfman is going to fear. Is that? I mean, is that crazy? A little bit. 
Add, no, moves no needles for me. <laughs> they're, they're, they're adding they're adding uh, Maggie Grace though, and that might that might make me after that plus Morgan Jenna Elfman's not enough, but Maggie Grace plus Morgan oh, being on there Elfman's might hot. make me have to at least tune in for a second just to see what's happening. But Jenna Elfman is more like when it comes to TV for me, she's more of like when when you know of movie actors like movie actors doing a movie, and then you move over and you're like, well, this is like Tom Cruise League. For me, Jenna Elfman's like a, for me, a really big actress. This is the first time you've the, ever the, mentioned the Walking Dead universe on this show. Well, well, dude, we watched that. We used to watch Darman and Greg related that and 902. I don't talk about 90210 either. We used to watch it like crazy. But now, uh, if, I mean, if if uh, if the show got uh, uh, Luke Perry on it, yeah, yeah that's that's have, a game changer. Then they'd have something or Skeet Ulrich. Just get um, some people from Riverdale. The show Riverdale. They got some. Uh, Cool blast from the past going on there. But I'm just going to say something's going on over there at that fair. You know, it, it's been Alaska two seasons. They're getting Morgan, the one character that people they're, really love. You know what they're doing, you know they're doing Sean? Sean, they're, they're adding Maggie Grace and Jenna Elfman and Morgan because they know the show is a fucking dead zone and they've got to do something to save it. So they're they're well, taking they desperate action. But they're, they're not going to cancel it. They're not going to cancel it. They're not going to cancel it because that would be a black eye. They're going to keep. They got to save it. So they're putting in kind of two known TV stars that people like, plus putting a shoehorning a Walking Dead character in because they know a lot of people that watch the Rick Grimes Walking Dead will go, "Oh shit! Now I got to see what Morgan's up to." So I got to watch this other show. Yeah, it's not a sign the show's doing good. That's for sure. Yeah, but it's weird. What is that new show that Apple's producing? Uh, it's got the girl from Friends. Uh, here's your update. Is that what it's called? I don't know. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I don't know the name of it, but it's got uh, the girl from Sweet Home Alabama. What's the blonde chick? Reese Witherspoon. Uh, it's got Reese Witherspoon and Brad Pitt's old girlfriend, wife. Is Apple producing it? Yeah, it's uh, because, I mean, they pay tons of money to get these actresses. Oh, yeah. Uh, it, uh, when, when it's Paltrow? No. She was, in Friends. she was in Friends. Oh, Jennifer Aniston. Brad Pitt's, Brad Pitt's had so many wives, ex-girlfriends, I can't keep up. I'm sorry. But Reese Witherspoon and Jennifer Aniston's in it. It looks like it's going to be a good show. But but I, I'm kind of happy that, that Jen Elfman is going to it. Darman Greg, I used to love that show. You, they met the same – they got married the first day they met. Um, she was, there's a new Darman Greg. He was a businessman. There's a reboot Darman Greg on, isn't there? That's coming back. Uh, I don't know. I thought I mean, the plot of Darman Greg is they met and they fell fell in love so hard they got married the day they met. Yeah, but isn't he gay? Like this? Yeah, no. I'm thinking, what show is the gay? I thought this was the gay one. What's the gay one? That's or maybe the, the uh, actor is gay. No, yeah, the gay one's bad. No, the gay one's the one with. Uh, I'm confused. These shows confuse me too, Matt. The, yeah. the gay one's the one with the uh, uh, the other girl, Deborah Messing. You're right. Yeah. I'm getting confused. So what's the what's the Cindy and Bill? What's it called? Cindy and Bill. <laughs> Oh, yeah, good old Cindy the Bill. No, okay. Uh, this is gonna bug me. Help us out, the, the quirky, the quirky gay guy. They're like roommates, I think, aren't they? And the girl that yeah. drinks vodka all the time. Yeah. What is that show called? Yeah. Uh, vodka drinkers with gay guys. Ah, no, that's not it. Because uh, Freeman Mommy loves. We used to watch that show a lot too. Ask Freeman Mommy. I'm just I'm gonna bug me. I'm looking it up on the IMDb because I, I know Deborah Messing is in it. How, okay. Will and, Will and Grace. Will and Grace is yeah, what I'm Bill thinking about. Will and Cindy, about. it's pretty close. Will and Cindy. See, <laughs> so y'all were both wrong. Now look up Dharma and Greg. Yeah. Ted. 
And look yeah. at that picture. Look at that hottie. You remember that show? Darman and Greg. I remember. I, yes, I remember Darman and Greg. Remember that they, they got they met. The, the thing was was they got married the first day they met. She was a hippie and was all about Mother Earth and married him so they could have sex and it was kind of like bosom buddies. They're two totally different type people. Or not? What was the movie? with the show with Balky? Perfect strangers. Uh, Perfect strangers. Balky Batakamus. Yeah, it was it was kind of like uh, like that, but uh, yeah, they, they they were in love, but they were definitely not alike. Like I said, it was yeah. a businessman. She was a hippie that was all about sex and not not Balky, but the other dude. Uh, he was in the leftovers in the final season as himself, which is kind of funny. Yeah, dude, he was in risky business. Was he? <laughs> yeah, because him and Booger well, Presley. Balky, we, Balky was, but the other guy. I think Matt's talking about the other guy. Yeah, Balky the other guy. Was the other guy. Yeah, Balky. That's what wasn't, I was that, about. wasn't that Tom Cruise's two best friends were Balky and Booger? Yeah, Balky and Booger. Balky and Booger from, uh, 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 I said, Revenge of the Nerds. Excuse me. Yeah, Booger Presley. But, you know, I always said in Risky Business, too, I swear, they, whenever they're doing that scene with the ice cream, and he's like, sometimes you just got to say, what the fuck? Their eyes are so red, dude. They have to be high on that scene. If you like ever go back and watch it. Yeah, whenever you go back and watch Risky Business, I mean, just the way they're laughing and all, it's like almost all outtakes of, of two high dudes that's high on weed. But uh, that, that's always a good movie, man. I have Trace a feeling most movies. movies in the 80s were the actors were either on coke or weed. Booger Presley. You got we got Bush! We got Bush! Booger Presley was also in a Better Off Dead. And was, he basically was just Booger again in that movie. It's like they should have just made him booger and had to be a crossover because he was the exact same guy in uh in Better Off Dead. Like he actually would like like snort snow up his nose with a straw. He's like, this snow is so pure, and he would snort it with a straw up his nose. Oh dang, that's booger. Have you ever man. done that, Matt? Canadian pure Canadian snow. Yeah. <laughs> pure Canadian snow. No. <laughs> this is pure Canadian snow. <laughs> that's what we call it. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, I remember I watching Revenge of the Nerds so many times when I was – before before I was a man, I would watch Revenge of the Nerds all the time. That and Police Academy. But Revenge of the Nerds, man, all the time, the naked girls and stuff, man. And uh, John Goodman, the, the football coach. I watched that movie recently. That movie to this day is one, probably one of my favorite comedies. Dead Ant. That's just a fucking Dead good movie. Dead Ant, Dead Ant, Dead Ant. <laughs> which, uh, which one? Revenge of the Nerds? Or Revenge of the Nerds. Yeah, Revenge of the Nerds. That movie is yeah. – uh, that's a great movie. Got Pauline Dex on the violin and little old me Lamar. <laughs> Dude, I used to know all that stuff. I could sing that whole fucking song to this day. I, I watched that movie so many times when I was a kid. I just I could sing that whole song. Well, the Walking Dead can wait, Ted. This I would never do it. do it right now, though, Sean. Oh. I remember clap that your hands, everybody, and everybody clap your hands. We land the land land the land the land. Make a move. We come here on stage tonight to do our show for you. We got a rocket rhythm and a high tech sound that's gonna make a move. Your... Oh shit, he's got some music. Hang on. Yeah. Epic. Uh, I'll start singing it when it gets to the part. This is a good use of radio time. Good Presley. 
Here we go, guys. We can already sing it. All right. This better be good after all this leading. Yeah. Clap your hands, everybody. And everybody clap your hands. We lambda, 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 and Omega Moon. And we come here on stage tonight to do our show for you. We got a rockin' rhythm and a high-tech sound that will make a move to box out to the ground. We got a whole on the violin. Oh, boy. Hey, hey. What? You're not doing it. Say what? Lamar's fucking you up, man. The boys in the mood are clapping along. And just when you thought you seen it all, along come a lambda four foot tall. So why don't you come on out here on the floor? So you can rock your body like never before. Yeah. <laughs> That's the end of the singing. Delay. Woo, that was rough. That was. I, you probably couldn't hear me over, but I assure you it was amazing. Lamar, little old Lamar was messing you up. Well, Tiger Claw should have turned it down. He should have turned it down, okay? So maybe you'll just have to download the MP3 off of Spotify or some bullshit. What did Pink Panther say when he stepped on an ant? Dead ant. Dead ant. Dead ant, dead ant, dead ant. Hey, hey, uh, uh, hey, Sean. What's the dirtiest, what's the filthiest thing ever said on TV? Oh, my God. I don't know. How did you got me, man? Ward, I think you were a little hard on the beaver last night. Oh, yeah. Uh, that so good. It's great. It's up right until uh, Lewis straight up rapes Betty Childs. That's a great scene. Oh yeah, and really, really, really holds up. <laughs> I like pie. You like pie? That's, that's my. That's my pie. Oh. Dude, I still love Pink Panther too. You know what's weird? Let me tell you something. This is true. Tiger Claw, turn that shit off. There is something going on in my neighborhood. I don't know what it is. Every single day, at some point, like usually in the afternoon, I out of nowhere hear the Pink Panther theme loudly playing outside. That's weird. And, and I so don't. You're, know, you're in Burbank, Los Angeles. I, I don't, but I don't know what it is. And you're, I, I, CBS, and I, you're near the CBS studio, right? I hear. I, I hear oh, like. I, I hear dun dun dun. Oh God! You don't have to fucking play it. Stop it. I, but I hear that, and I I think I finally have singled it out because I the other day the other day I heard it and I ran to the window like where the fuck is this coming from? I think some asshole has it synced to his car that like when he turns his car off the theme plays just because he's a big like big I don't know what there's some guy that is California Matt. Wait, I don't know. Do that? Because I'll get the Knight Rider theme for my car. What the fact he loudly plays the Pink Panther theme loudly every day and makes and everyone has to listen to it. Yeah, I mean it's no, really loud and it doesn't last long. Angry. But it's yeah. like, why do you think that's cool? Like it's you're playing the Pink Panther theme. I don't understand it, but I, I just I really don't understand want... this concept. Is this is this a thing people do? Like Sean, do you have this in your car? It's coming from a guy. Mine, mine plays the dip, 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 dip. Hey, you should do that. What I, theme I, would you put I in your car? I want to figure Dipper? out who's doing it and, and complain to somebody. I'm like, why the fuck is he allowed to? This is this is noise pollution. Yeah. Having to listen to this shit every day. Do 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 do
And I don't get the concept of why he thinks that's. Does he think that's cool? I don't get it. I don't know, man. Maybe you should ask him. Maybe you should. This is a chance to start a friendship. Well, I got to figure out exactly who's doing it. I might leave a note in his car and say, Wait, not well, I'm actually in, in scratched in with your key. Yeah. I'm actually podcasting right by my car, guys. I didn't tell you that. But oh. let me crank my car and turn it off and see what plays. <laughs> in the dark. All right, I'm going to turn it off. <laughs> Y'all know what song this is? Right here you go. This is my song. On your hip. When you get I get me hip. The dipper. That's the dipper. National like anthem. It. I like it. What you need to do, Sean, you need to go to the wow. Build-A-Bear thing and build a Sean bear <laughs> and put that in his paw. So when you press it, no, put the thing in his crotch so when you press it. In his crotch, yeah. You can, wait, you can build a bear with like an interactive button and everything? I've got a Bowie bear that when you press it goes dense, magic, dense, magic, dense. Good. Is that a song about them? That's from uh, that Labyrinth. Remember Labyrinth? Uh, the greatest movie ever made? Yeah, Labyrinth, Sean, duh. Labyrinth's good. The, the girl in it's hot. Jennifer Connelly, yeah, yeah. You make me a mad. I want to make me a mado. I want to make me a mado bear. <laughs> that would be so creepy. Yeah. All right, so <laughs> like literally, I was like, I just suddenly every day, it's like, hey guys, check out my new bear. And it's just, it's just like Matt with like it's a bear but it has glasses, and it's just uh. It just a took bird. a random sound clip from the podcast. You're really yeah. good at pressing my buttons. <laughs> watch out! For, <laughs> watch out for the shark. <laughs> All right, Matt. I, I put a little thing at every. You can press this bear anywhere, and he'll say he'll say over a hundred things. You can if you pinch his ass. This is what he says. Oh, Canada. I so like cute. it when so, you touch me there. I never said that. I give you consent. Now I've been nice to The Walking Dead. You guys oh. are not nice to my show, Fear. But I've been nice to The Walking Dead. You I've abandoned talked- Fear. You can't undo it. And it's not and, your show, uh, so let's clarify two points. And I've been nice to y'all's show, okay. The Walking Dead. Yeah. But I gotta say, I can't understand a damn thing Eugene says anymore when he's all about it. Well, that's not. That's It's like the guy on uh, the Hank show, the cartoon. Uh, yeah. What, uh, what King show is that? Yeah. The Hill. That's not offensive to our show. That's that we all agree that he's been talking that way for three years. We don't get it. It's getting worse. Six nine four two eight bandit. We got the smoky on our tails. Six, my six nine situation predestifies my situation in the testimonial uh, circumference of my with mill standamo. Well, let me ask you something in the in the the Walking Dead universe. Th- this is what I got from last night's show. Mm-hmm. Now you, you got, got Android phone, You got Android devices in the world, right? <laughs> yeah, the, okay. the Android. You use Android, right, Matt? Yeah. Uh, you're an, phone, you're by an the Apple way. guy, right? Uh, I'm not really an any guy. I just have an iPhone, but I have I, I don't have allegiance. I'm not a fanboy of any sort of phone. He has an apple shaped heart. So The Walking Dead was going to let Apple save the universe last night. Okay, I thought that was. Oh cool. yeah, with the iPod. That's right. That was a that was an interesting. Even, Although even, that was a dumb concept because iPods don't have speakers and 
Yeah, I was going to say you couldn't hear. Wait, is that, is that what happened? He built a he built the radio control plane out of an iPod. No, he, he put an iPod on it so that it would blast music and lure the the horde zombies. of zombies oh, making okay. lots of noise away from the compound with a tiny little iPod. I, I did like that Dwight just walked out and fucking shot it dead. It's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Uh, but, let's, uh, let's talk uh, about. Let's, the, Sorry. Yeah, last time was a good episode, but for me, I had a lot of problems. It's 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 kind of getting silly for me. Stuff is not making sense. The trash people, I don't get. Rick letting the girl up, I don't get. Michonne wanting to see uh, the saviors. Uh, Daryl, whatever he did, just ran a truck into. I don't know. Rick walking around in his underwear for almost, two episodes. I think they're having trouble writing. <laughs> no, now, Nor- if Norma was here, if Norma's here, she would love Rick in his underwear, but unfortunately, she's not. Mm-hmm. Um, but I did think it was funny that the trash lady was like, "I will do this, but you're going to take your clothes off and let me draw, let me sculpt your naked body." No, no sculpting. No sculpting. God damn, this woman's so horny for me. I can't even handle it. Because you remember last season, she one of the deals she wanted is that she got to bang Rick. That was like she wanted that as part of like the contract. And yeah. Rick was like, um, uh. <laughs> "Gals are just not like that. They just won't bang you for nothing, right?" But that girl's yeah. hot, man. I'll, I'll be like, woo, dip, 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 dip. Some some <laughs> girls will some girls will totally bang you for nothing, but okay. I got an, I got a question. All so, right. what's how if they can make noise and stuff? Why not make noise on one side of the building? Make a lot of noise on one side of the building. Get them congregating out there and just run out to the other side. If that yeah, idea well, with the iPod was going to work, and all it takes is a simple noise to distract all of them, just go to one side, fire off a shit ton of guns. Which I think is what Eugene just proposed to uh, Negan, and then run out the other side. Bingo, bango! You're well, out I think they're, I think they're worried. Didn't they say there's snipers out there? Like they're worried that Rick's team has snipers that are going to shoot them all the second they run out the door. It's it's such a thinly put together plot contrivance right now that they're stuck in that thing. Because I don't I don't believe for a second that there's not one way they can like carve a path through the zombies to go out and get help. Or uh, I mean, they have a shit ton of guns too. Just open a door. Fire and, and well, they stuff, also right? have the, they also as uh, as as uh, the famous as Obi Wan Kenobi famously uh, said yeah. they they have the high ground yeah. to where they could just get in like the second floor window and just start killing these zombies. There's a lot of zombies. There's not so many that I see that they this is like an insurmountable problem. Yeah, it, it, I guess it has to be a problem for the show plot to work that they have to be trapped in this thing, but. I'm sitting there going, like, these guys are pretty resourceful, and all it takes is a sound to distract the zombies, apparently. So this is the best solution. you can. No one's thinking about distracting them or setting off a flare in a certain direction or throwing a bomb out. Like, they've got stuff. Yeah, they could shoot some – I'm sure they have some fireworks. They could shoot, shoot them off. I'd say, yeah, I mean, get one guy to say, we're going to cover you in zombie guts, and yeah. you're going to have a backpack full of fireworks – and you're going to sneak through the zombies, get about half, get a quarter mile out and start shooting these fireworks off. And that'll or, lure all the zombies away. But it, it totally, Or make a thing of it. Make it a Negan thing saying, okay, if you want your family to live, here's a backpack with fireworks. Go out there, distract them. Like, yeah. cover yourself. In so, but I understand they have to stay in there for this whole season to actually make sense. But it's just like, it just seems weird that they're trapped in this thing for that long. And why are they running out of food and water? It's just been a day and a half, hasn't it? <laughs> Yeah, yes, it is. I thought that too. Why are they running out of food so quickly? Yeah, I don't know. Sean, make sense of this, please. 
Yeah, I've tried. Sean's, lo- <laughs> Sean's loving it. He's loving that the show has it's completely lost all lot. Look, I knew there was something up when seven slimy zombies yanked a 800-pound rampaging tiger to the ground. I knew, okay, something's amiss on the show. Well, They've I- given up. I found it funny when the, um, the, the the truck burst through the wall the other night and the zombies were coming in. I don't know if, like, we weren't supposed to see this actor, but a zombie just, like, slowly walks up to an actor who isn't even moving. He's just screaming. And the zombie just l- lunges in and, and takes a bite out of his neck. I'm like, there, there wasn't even an attempt to get out of the way. He was just standing there screaming. Uh, well, but was that, like, a, the, the old mummy movies where people <laughs> would get killed by the mummy because they'd stand there and go, oh! While the mummy slowly creeps in. I remember a friend of mine growing up. I I was like 12, and I always remembered my friend's dad saying this. And for some reason, it always stuck with me because it was so funny. He said, if you get caught by the mummy, you deserve to die. Okay. He said, And I don't know why. It always yeah, stuck yeah. with me. And that's what that was. <laughs> it's like it's like all those old mummy movies, all the women just cower in a corner and go, oh, oh, oh. <laughs> While the zombie, sl- the, the 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 mummy, which you could just walk by, yeah, slow, and that's how these zombies are. I think so. I think so. Let's, let's get let's get back to the Eugene dilemma because I think this is a big dilemma. I don't know if they ever meant the, for the Eugene character to have lengthy dialogue, or if he was just supposed to always be a sidekick with just like snappy one-liners. Because if if you give him more than two lines, man, his whole this whole little like shtick thing gets annoying real quick. Well, why don't they just do what they're just say fuck it at this point? The show's so off the rails. Why don't they just uh, do an Ezekiel thing and go? I have a four one six five revelation. I got to uh, reveal uh, pronto right now. <laughs> this whole act of mine is a bunch of bullshit. I've been making this shit up for years. I'm going to talk normal from now on. Yeah, or maybe it's just hit in the head. Something like that. I've been trolling you. Oh, yeah, he gets he gets hit in the head and just wakes up. He's like, "Well, hello. <laughs> it, I am. Uh, my name is Eugene. <laughs> hello, good sirs. It's hello, fine. good hello, good sir. And 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 uh, Negan, Negan, maybe Negan just bonks him. Gets sick of hearing it and just bonks him one time on the head. Goes with his bat and he goes, "Well, hello, good sir. <laughs> chip cheerio, Negan. Chip chip. And Negan's like, thank, thank Jesus Almighty. My God." <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Or maybe they have a fun like it's like it's like Negan's like changing radio stations like he he keeps bonking him till he gets a voice he likes. <laughs> like he bonks him he's like well hello no nah, not nah, bonks him again yo what's up motherfuckers no I kind of like that one but bonk you know, he keeps so maybe, bonking him till he gets one he likes so maybe just sorry are you, yeah sorry no, I was gonna say so you, you guys really are not liking The Walking Dead this season it seems like. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not taking it as much as last season. I'm not. This, I'm not feeding yeah. the troll show, uh, Matt. He's, he's he wants us to feed him and say, "Oh, as, I, wish as, as, get, I wish we can get over that little weirdness." But uh, it's 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 definitely still better than fear. But it's it's not living up to the walk. <laughs> it's been it's been one day of this, and yeah. there's no been no all out war that I've seen. Uh, and, and, uh, I, I don't know. I, I, they, I thought it was, I mean, they advertised all summer, all out war. There's no all out war. It's been Negan and the gang trapped in a building while Rick and the gang walk around and do stuff. Yeah. Now, I, I don't, I don't, I won't say this. Everybody's praised. I mean, I've said this in the past, but I really think that the showrunners got to go, man. You know, they fired showrunners for dumb stuff. Isn't he the same guy that's running Fear though now, Sean? 
Yeah, and I, I, it don't make no sense. He's going to destroy fear. Scott M. Gimple. <laughs> Wait a minute. How do you destroy something that's already? That's like that's like that's you like driving a total car off a cliff. If you're like in the walk, digging the Walking Dead and bashing fear, fear's not that bad. It's just heartless. Fear's it's good. Soulless. Soulless. Fear it's is soulless. Good. That's Anyways, I'm not getting into that again. Because we know Morgan, and they're going to try to get us emotionally invested because Morgan's on it. Yeah. Like, All right, let's talk about good stuff. Uh, I think. Hello. Yeah. No. Oh, sorry. I'm silent. Uh, okay, so uh, trash can people. This is a this is a chance to redeem the trash can people. I think we're going to yeah. see that. I think we're going to find out a backstory, and it's going to make sense. I think the trash can people are uh, escapees from like maybe a mental institute or something like that. That could be yeah. it, right? I could be. I could, be, but, I could, could describe stuff. Because, you know, they are weird. And like I said, it is a zombie show. It was kind of far-fetched whenever she had Rick down, uh, you know, and, and he had got rid of the zombie. Uh, and, the, and the two guys, uh, he, the two guys he, that he was fighting and then the zombie and, and, and was holding her hostage. And he's like, I'm going to let you up. Why don't they just shoot his ass? Yeah, why don't they just shoot his ass? Evidently, they're not out to hurt Rick. I think she just has passion for him. But whenever she grazed him at the end of last season – you know, I, well, I didn't know until last week. Uh, you know, I thought she had shot him, and I just forgot about it. But whenever she reminded yeah. us of that, and then, you know, it was uh, like tease, tease last night, you know. And then, you know, whenever he, he showed up, she was sitting there naked, sculpting yeah. stuff. Almost like maybe she saw him come and she took her drawers off. <laughs> yeah, she probably wasn't even wearing cottons either. They, but. Should, have, they should have a, like, a flashback scene showing, like, whatever the hell her name is, like, Huh, we got somebody coming, and she's like, "That's Rick Grimes," and she starts like, "Get the couch out, get the couch out." She's like taking her clothes off, like, "Oh, oh, hi, Rick. Well, what are you doing here?" No, Rick, you doing here? What? Rick, hint, the the I, the fog the fog rolling upon uh, the high hills on this day <laughs> hath warneth me of your th- your your right coming henceforth. <laughs> she's not that well spoken. She's just so like broken. Paragraphs or, or not paragraphs? How many STDs do you think she has? Is that why Rick doesn't want her? Because she's just loaded with STDs. Yeah, I think she's just you don't stick your dick in crazy, especially in the post-apocalypse. The last thing Rick needs in this apocalypse is a clingy bitch, <laughs> a clingy crazy person. Yeah. Uh, God, got this. Excuse me, is Rick or Taylor? Daryl, tell her I'm not here. Tell her I ain't home. <laughs> I see yes. him over there. I, look, I, 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 I was up all night sculpting this meat, this meat puppet of Rick, of Rick Grimes. I made his head out of meat, and I'd like I'd like us to feast on his head of meat. A meat is he head? Home? Is he home? Meat head? Meat head? Meat meatball? What was that? Meatballs too. Another classic eighties movie. What, meat the alien. The alien's name was Meathead because the kids said to him. Uh, he entered the kid's name was Ted, and that's why I always thought that was funny because I was a little kid when that movie came out. And uh, he said, "Me Ted," like he was introducing himself. And the alien goes, "Meathead, uh, uh, Meathead," <laughs> and then they so the kids all thought the alien's name was Meathead. That's funny. <laughs> that reminded me too, man, of a, a meat of an eighties movie. I'm sorry, this is off topic, but I just thought about it. you. Remember Porky's? Oh yeah, of course. Who doesn't remember Porky? Remember, remember the big guy with the deep voice. His name was Meat. We're not going to get on a Porky's thing You know what the funniest scene in Porky's is that I Let me, let me tell you what my funniest scene is okay. I, was about, I was about to tell you Is whenever they're looking through that hole In the girl's shower 
Yeah, yeah. And that fat chick stands in the way. <laughs> and Pee-wee gets pissed off and puts his mouth up to the hole and says, get out of the way, fat ass. <laughs> the, funniest, the funniest scene to me is the fallout from that scene where – the uh the the you know the the overweight um this ball breaker it's, it's, yeah she grabs the guy's dick uh, T- Tommy Great. Turner or his name she grabs his dick the funniest scene is her in the principal's office after describing the penis to the principal yeah. and the two other teachers are in the background just la- they cannot keep it together while she's describing the penis she's like we yeah. need to bring in a plus a police sketch artist to sketch this penis so we can identify and then compare it to all the boys' penises so we can figure out who did it. That is the funniest scene in that movie. Now, now, do you remember whenever Meat gets with, with the prostitute and, and they set up the guys and they go to that abandoned house and Meat's was that, in the, was, that, the was that Adrian Barbeau who played the prostitute? It, it might have been. Do you remember that? But but they they had a guy that was in there with a he had a chainsaw. Yeah, it was, like was a making noise like oh oh. oh. And they busted a window out, and he's like, "That's my wife, motherfucker!" And he cranks the chainsaw and goes out and chases all the white dudes everywhere. And you see Pee Wee running like ten miles from the thing. You're like, "Was that Pee Wee?" Matt, have you ever seen these movies? Nope. <laughs> oh my god, Porky's and Porky's Revenge. Oh no, I, yeah, saw, I, never, I saw Porky's. No one, no yeah. one saw Pork. It's weird. Porky. There were three of them. There was Porky's, Porky's Two, the next day, and Porky's Revenge. But for some reason, everyone skipped Porky's Two. Everyone saw Porky's and Porky's Revenge because I think Porky's Revenge came out in 1985. I, th- I think the second movie, you don't have to see it. Like you can see one and three, but two is just kind of some filler movie that no one saw. Do you remember when, when Miss Ballbreaker breaks in and they're watching a film strip porno and the people are having sex on her chest? Oh God, I need to watch that. But it's, it's been a while, man. That's a that's a that's a funny movie. Matt Matto, it's Christmas time. Gather the family around the old. Uh, yeah. Uh, Fire I, up the old uh, t- the old DVD player and uh, watch. Uh, I used to watch with my uncle Murphy. I've seen the first Porky's, that's for sure. And isn't that like uh, the precursor to like uh, American Pie? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This this came out at the same time as like Revenge of the Nerds, and it was like and, yeah. and there was another stuff. one. It was way back then, and it was a teenager for Tom Cruise. It was called Losing It, and yeah. they were going, they went to Tijuana to have sex in a, in a whorehouse but tom cruise is like a little kid in that movie like right after the he was in the outsiders did you see a hot moves that was when my brother and i used to watch it was called hot moves and it was the I same did, type yeah. of premise it was the same type of like 80s premise about kids are like okay our goal for well that's what american pie was about it's like our goal for this summer is to is to get laid and so the whole movie's about these kids just trying to get laid and that's the plot you, actually, very like stewardess school you remember Ski Patrol? Yeah. <laughs> Ski Patrol. I love, with, the guy's name was bad. Suicide. Remember Suicide? The crazy yeah. skier who was schizophrenic? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, oh, yeah, Walking Dead, everyone. Walking Dead. <laughs> so why were we talking about meat? We were talking about dippers, Matt said uh, Talking about dip. Well, we always talk oh, about dippers. We got we talking about, about it. This whole thing started by talking about the, the, the trash lady bringing a meathead to Rick. Somehow went on that, got us on that tirade. I'm interested oh, in the yeah. trash people. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to come out and say it. I'm, I'm invested in the trash people. I want to find out their story. I think they're going to be huge. It could so, be. I'm cool with that. You think they're going to flip-flop again? I mean, are they, are they trustworthy? Uh, you don't know. That's, that's the unknown, right? So Yeah, because they're not in the comics, right? People were thinking that they were this group called the Whispers, but 
a lot of people was like, nah, you know, it's way too soon for yeah. the whispers. So I think that this is like a Daryl Dixon for The Walking Dead, something that's just not in the comics. I think so. Daryl's got to go, man. Uh, I don't. I think, think so too, man. And I heard that so many times today. Listen to other other. They're shows. doing. Uh, they, they, we, I wanted to talk about that. They they're hyping up as they do every finale, but they're really adamant. On the, the Talking fina- Dead? Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah. The finale next week is supposed to have something so big happens that it's going to break break the internet. And, I mean, they're really Mark hyping it up. Stop. See, the executive producers want me to let everybody know next week is going to be more mind-blowing. than. I mean, they're, they're ruining the show. Do you remember when Lori got killed? Yeah. We had no clue. Oh, I, I love that scene. Cause you, that's such a good point, though. They got to oh, stop yeah. telecasting this stuff. Just let us be surprised. So they they do this every finale, and I'm like the way they described it, and then they even in the scenes for next week were like the episode you'll have to see to believe. The whole internet will be talking about it. You won't fucking believe. So I'm like the only thing that could happen that would be as big as they're hyping is Daryl Dixon dying, and again. I have predicted every finale for five years that Daryl Dixon was going to die, and he never does. But this is kind of setting up he could because he did defy Rick and do this whole crazy plan of overrunning the sanctuary. So maybe, maybe, who knows? Maybe. I mean, it's about time. I think the actors, don't you think, like, after how many seasons, I think some of them are going like, okay, maybe I should get out while the going's good. I've Maybe got it's... Ride, man. Ride is my thing now. I don't need yeah. this bullshit. Yeah, I saw the ad for uh, the season finale of uh, Daryl Dixon Ride. I'm like, oh, shit, i got to tape that. What if yeah. anyone's doing a viewing I, party? I actually like that show. <laughs> Maybe it's not too just, bad. Maybe they're just going to kill Morgan off in order to get him on the uh, other thing, on the other show or something. You know, who knows? But again, uh, He's like, going as Morgan. Yeah, but they can kill him. If the other show is a prequel, which yeah. some people assume it is, they could kill him off of this and then just have him show up and say, this is what he was doing in those three years when Rick didn't see him. Yeah. Yeah, that he came back to Georgia and trained to be a samurai now, warrior. Now, I went back and watched the Morgan thing, right? And it, Did you guys watch it afterwards? No. Uh, well, it looked like he was, like was going to cry a couple times. He kept looking away, and they're like, what's that behind you? He's like, well, that's Capitol Building. He's like, yeah, I'm not... News politics. I don't have no big stories. He's like, but we start filming Fear tomorrow, and they wanted people to know before they saw me here in Austin. Uh, and they, they probably and made him but, be but, on that show, it, and he didn't. But want it to looked it. like he was about yeah. to cry, right? And and he and he was like, you know, I'm moving from there. He said, I've already said my goodbyes. He said it's hard here talking to Carol. And then he said, I hope they can live with this decision because this was their choice. And looked dead oh. in the camera like, fuck y'all. Yeah, well, I, yeah, that sounds. Yeah, I'll, I'll look so it up. I hope they that's, with this. This was their. This was this was their choice. <laughs> so he's pissed off, man. This to me, yeah. I'd be pissed if I was like hurt. a big he deal hurt. walk with anything. And he probably he probably like has a house in Georgia and like lives there, and he's had to relocate his whole oh, fucking yeah, life good call. and yeah. everything because of this. And it's like to go to a worse show. He's da- he's downgrading, going to a less rated show. He's going with Dharma because they because they made him do it. They're like, you're we own you, motherfucker. You're that's going. imagination, Mary. That must suck. That no. new show on ABC, and, and Jen Elfman's in it, but she has an imaginary cartoon friend that she's always talking to and messing the plan up. All oh, the time. is that the CGI cartoon imagination thing? I think I saw the first episode. Well, what, what, well, it's real, but then her imagine, imagination friend. Yeah, that's CGI, right? is like a 
like a bright colored bay or something. Yeah. Yeah, but it's CGI. Yeah, no, I saw the first uh I saw the first episode. It looked cute. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. But is that still on? I think so. Season one just ended. Yeah. So Alright. Cool, cool. Can't hardly wait with her in there. That's maybe I could watch over and over. And I graduate. <laughs> so that one girl, okay, let's Oh sorry. No, I said the one girl from there's from around here, uh, Jamie Presley. She's hot. So what's what are our predictions for next week then? What are we what do we think it's gonna happen? I, I think it's gonna be a death. Have, I think they have to have a cleansing. I think it has to be a, a lot of death. I really, really do. They've got too many stories going, and I, I, it's like they don't know how to fit them all in. Like the whole Michonne thing of wanting to, you know, it's just that they're making dumb decisions, and the writing's getting silly. They need a cleansing. Uh, so I don't think Maggie's going to go anywhere. No. I, I think, I, I think I you're think right. Daryl needs to go. Daryl, either Daryl or Morgan's going to die. But again, like the day they kill Daryl is going to be a truly like wow. I don't That's like the death. It'll be the turning point for the whole show. You know, so it's like, I mean, I don't know. I think Morgan's going to leave the group. He's going to object, leave the group, and then show up on Fear as Morgan. Yeah, I don't think they're going to kill him. So, that, so Fear would have to jump ahead a bunch of time. Well, all right, look, Fear last season yeah. was like like a week an episode. Like like we've literally it, it, all of season seven, yeah, and half season eight. I mean, Glenn has been dead what a week. He's been dead longer than that. I don't know. This whole season eight has been one day or two days. Right. It's been two, I've never seen nighttime. They said it was a day and a half, but uh, so you so you know what? Really, the scene like where where the, the, they got the catch when, when they got in the huge shootout in Alexandria, and the tiger came in and wrecked the place. Mm-hmm. The tiger in the timeline was eaten by those zombies like two days later. Yeah. That's how that's how the, it's kind of weird to think about. Because yeah. that's how the show is moved. Because I mean, the the I mean, uh, Michonne's face is still all bruised from the fight she got in. So it's only Ma- been Maggie's couple, all healed. It's only been a couple days. So yeah, it's it, this. I don't know. It's weird. It's been a, to, a, to us. It's been six months, but to them, it's been three days. Right. Yeah. So fear can be about six years past The Walking Dead. It's a, fear is actually in the future. <laughs> fear is <laughs> in the future. <laughs> It's going to be like, yeah, that'd be pretty funny if it's like prehistoric. They're all dressed as like like gladiators. And, 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 we, and you know, lots of terms on the cast, we have criticism, but it, it's because we want them to do good and we want it to be liked. Yeah, you know, I, I want them to make good stories each week and, and do good and not have sometimes silly stuff like Rick going by himself to take on an army that tried to kill him last time he saw him. Then get the girl down, you know what I mean? And have her as yeah. hostage and be like, all right, I'm going to get up. I'll get up. <laughs> Everybody has guns pointed at him. I'll get up. And, yeah, and then he gives, her, he gives her the it's, gun it's back. It's just weird writing. It's weird decisions. The characters are making weird Tara was weird in that episode. Like, all of a sudden now she's super making tough decisions lady. Like, Yeah, she's like, I gotta see it. I can't do this. Same with Michonne. She wanted to do it until she just suddenly didn't. Yeah. For no, for no real reason. 
Well, let's get away from criticism. But do you think it was a good idea to drive that uh, van into the side of the thing, or wait yeah, for like, Rick? Yeah, I, I do honestly do. Well, they didn't know where Rick was, and I thought I was kind of like, you got the whole point of this is to wipe these people out, and that was a pretty good plan. And it seems to be working. No, I got. I, I disagree with you guys. I think, I mean, they got there was innocent people in there. There's people that. By no, one's, no one's innocent in this world. Uh, I, was, I, I was called Matt Rick. No one's innocent in I'll this world. It. Matt Matt Rickford. Matt Rickford. I don't know. I think uh, I think there's some people in the Saviors who had no other choice. Maybe because their family, they had to protect their family. They became a savior. They always, they always think, had a choice. Why is that? I mean, then we're then we're looking at Sean Sean's version of Rick, which is just uh, just as bad as Negan, right? I mean, you gotta. Think, they gotta yeah. look out for the innocents, but they're not doing that. They wanted to just drive See a thing the in there and of the kill some uh, kill some innocent people. So I wasn't too happy with that decision. Maybe that's think... why Dar- that was Daryl's doing. That's why they might be setting up Daryl's finally gone too far and he's he's dead meat. Yeah, maybe. I think so. It's isn't it going to be a shocking moment though for watching it and then Daryl just gets blown up. It's like, oh my fucking god, it it, it happened. It happened. I can't believe it. I just wish they'd learn from other shows and let huge deaths happen organically. Like, just don't tell us anything's happening. Let us tune in. And that's why they make sense. Because now all next episode, we're going to be looking at every scene like, oh, is this the scene? Okay, it's going to be them. It's going to be them. Yeah. Um, Well, they do. But you remember, Matt, um, they had, I can tell you two times in the past, they've done this on the show where they hyped up over. They had the, the episode where the governor attacked uh would uh, attacked uh, the prison for the first time they hyped up for a week they said 55 people are going to die in oh, the finale right. it's unbelievable so we tuned in thinking it's going to be like, again an episode cleansing where all the main characters and it was just the governor getting pissed and shooting a bunch of extras yeah, oh, on the side of the road. Us. On the yeah. side of the road and then they said yeah. remember they remember a few years ago was i think this was like two seasons ago they go the finale is so bloody. You're not going to believe what happens. There will be blood. Oh my god! And Daryl Dixon even said, "You need people better have their tissues ready." That's right. Norman Reedus <laughs> actually said that, and it was just Reg got his throat cut by that oh, the, yeah. by the asshole, and then Rick shot the assholes. Like, wait, get your tissues ready for Reg. So, do you think <laughs> that they seriously need a cleansing this week, or w- one death, or I, I agree with you, Sean. I think they need to start from scratch. I need they need to get through this all out war. I think they botched all out war. If I'm going to be honest, so they need to they finish this, get on to the next story, make it smaller. I think they're better when they smell, tell smaller stories. Unfortunately, well, unless the second half of the season is Rick, or, uh, um, uh, they've got to do Negan and them have got to get out of this situation, this upcoming episode, and then the next run needs to be the all-out war they promised, where, where they're in the field shooting, and it's just craziness, because, I mean, they have not delivered on quote-unquote all-out war, in spite of it being all over the, the billboards and everything, all-out war, mm-hmm. and we've not seen all-out war. No, I just I, I I think I liked Walking Dead when it was season two for me. Yeah, we know. <laughs> fucking uh, fucking well, no, Sean. <laughs> I love season two. Yeah. Darabont and Shane made that show. What what season do I like? Uh, I thought I season five was a good season, if I remember correctly. Whichever one, whichever one ended with the. Uh, the first prison season was good. The, I mean, the uh, they had two prison seasons, but the season three was good. 
I like the one that ended with the with the the um Rick biting the throat out of the uh claimer. Yeah, the reclaimers or not the, the reclaimers. The reclaimers. That was a great <laughs> band. The reclaimers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the claimers. You guys pissed that dude off. What? Yeah, yeah, we pissed. The claimer. You the you the claimer. <laughs> Me, me, Matt, and Mariana can account that that guy was an asshole. Hey, wait, what happened? Remind me. What happened again? He, walked, walked, uh, he walked by and like wouldn't talk to us and acted like a dick. And then your wife yelled yelled at him something like, like, uh, hope Rick doesn't bite your throat out. She yelled something real snippy at him. <laughs> Sounds like Mariana. Yeah. Yeah, he was, uh, he, he was probably, yeah, because he, uh, he didn't like register that we were wanting to talk to him. But but he was rude. He came across as rude. But he was also in the first power. How's the stomach, buddy boy? I loved him. He was dressed exactly as he was dressed on the show in real life. Like he was dressed as a biker. Yeah. Well, did y'all say plain or something to him? Well, I don't know. But it's like that. What do you expect? You're at the fucking Walking Dead convention. (laughs) Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. Like, play along with it, man. This is your claim to fame right now. I don't know you before this show, so... I still think I'll... it's hard to believe that we, we met the Pet Cemetery mom. Uh, or saw her there. The lady, the barbecue lady on The Walking Dead. But, yeah, from Pet yeah. Cemetery, because I love that movie so much. Didn't I ask there... a question and she, like, gave me a weird look? I, 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 asked... talk... I actually have a video of you talking to her. Do you eat muffins? No, I asked. I asked her. I gave her my theory, and she just gave me like, uh, "Are you retarded?" Look, I'm sorry, I hate that word. Are you an idiot? Look, I think my theory was they're not cannibals. Or... <laughs> Are you Canadian? Are you Canadian, sir? <laughs> they well, the thing is, they said all the whole off season. They said they they tried to say they weren't cannibals. Yeah, and it's like they're they're obviously cannibals. No, 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 no. And then they're just they're just cannibals. It was more it was more bullshit from the Walking yeah, the Dead. Fine, young cannibals. You know, maybe John, I, I don't what? think we talked about this in the show. Did you know they are they're remaking Pet Cemetery, and they're are the, they? The, yeah, and the guys that are directing it are the guys that made Alex Esso's Starry Eyes Ooh. are the ones making it. And one of the guys that it comes to yeah, I play horror trivia with him every single month. So one of the guys that's making the new Pet Cemetery movie comes to horror trivia, and so I basically like I, I was at horror trivia just looking at him going. That fucking dude's about to be like a big ass famous director. Do it. So yeah, I'm, sitting there, I'm sitting there staring at him, kind of like, good lord. And I sat next to him. I watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre next to him before Starry Eyes came out. I literally sat next to him for three hours at the cemetery watching Texas Chainsaw. And it, I never knew that that guy someday was going to be directing Pet Cemetery. So you got to make nice with him so he can come oh, to the show. Oh, he and I had a very good conversation. We had a very good conversation. But he's a. Uh, He's uh he made Starry Eyes, so I was like, well, that's kind of it's a good movie. So maybe Pet Cemetery will be good. Tell him you you could be a, a big gauge. You could be Zelda the sister. Yeah, I could be Zelda. Yeah, I could right. be Zelda. Maybe I could Zelda. be uh, Maybe I could be Judd. They could put some of that. Yeah. Old makeup. Or maybe they have young, cool Judd. I say, I say, that boy's gonna get hit. I hope they remake Thinner, since they're doing all these remakes. I wanna I wanna see Thinner again. Not a that better ride. version. That's a bad road. <laughs> yeah, that's good. Thinner's good. I remember watching that back in the day. I curse you, Thinner. I just I wish they would have done the Dark uh, Tower a lot better because I love those books. 
And I, I was watching the movie, and it's not a terrible movie, but it's definitely not the books. But it it's sucks like, whenever you like a book so good, and then they destroy it. Aragon was for me. Dude, I loved Aragon, the audiobooks. Uh, the, and, uh, the dragon one? Yeah, and they yeah. just destroyed it. I mean, it was laughable. Yeah. That's too bad. It, it's like, with Dark Tower, it's like no one read the book. Someone just like explained it to him like, for three seconds in an elevator. Because it has like the main characters, but no, none of them are doing McConaughey. Yeah, it, sh- it should have been good, but... Didn't they kind of do, like, the World War Z thing where they just kind of used the name and then they made a story that had not much to do? It was, like, a sequel or had not much to do with the book itself? Yeah, they pulled, like, they pulled like one idea from the book and made a whole movie out of that, whereas the book is, like, it's just, like, really big. But they're making a TV show based on the Dark Tower. Yeah. So I'm hoping that's a lot better. Did you see where everybody was completely pissed at Disney and Disney actually changed their ways? For what? Oh, for, for EA? No, for Coco. What's Coco? No. The new movie Coco. You, 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 guys, movie. you guys haven't seen this new story? No, no, tell us. Coco has six Disney trailers at the beginning. Yeah. Right? Uh, then it has a 22-minute Olaf Frozen short. So it's 44 minutes yeah. before the movie starts for the hour-and-a-half movie. And people... They, they have given, like, it's like 40% of the tickets back because the kids are already rowdy. Of course they and, are. And all four, so, so December 8th, they're removing, Disney is removing that short from the beginning of Coco. My kids love Coco. They went with their aunt to see it. They said it was a phenomenal movie. They said it was one of them secret movies, almost like when we would see Frozen, we were like, oh, what's this? And it ended up being, like, the biggest Disney movie ever. Frozen's the highest-grossing animated film of all time, somehow. Yeah, oh, but wow. whenever we went yeah. to see it, even the kids were kind of like, eh, I don't know if I want to see Frozen. But, you know, we all loved it. You know, I, it's a good movie. Yeah. But they said Coco was really good, and it's about Land of the Dead or something, right? It's like the yeah, the, he searches for his dad in the land, in like the what's the Spanish like El, El Del Dedo del, del, yeah. del Morte or something, something yeah. like that. Yeah, but that's but, but, that's ridiculous. Look Why that story. Forty five minutes. No, that's it's a kids movie. Kids aren't going to sit for forty five. I, I look. I, I go to about one movie because because of my movie pass. I go to about pretty much every other Sunday. I after Walking Dead, there's a theater near me that shows late movies around eleven, and I go see a movie. And um, they do show, you know, we all enjoy the coming attractions, but they've gotten to the point they show so many mm-hmm. that it'll be it will be thirty minutes of coming wow. attractions. And you're just like, and you think like it has to be over, and then the green screen comes up. You're like another one, and they show yep. this is gonna be two, three more minutes, and then another I like one. the trailer. Now, now I don't smoke anymore. I love the trailers. But I, I like uh, the trailers too. But they 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 show too many. I do think they show too many. Because I but mean, it's like, but by the time was, you get to the movie, you're just kind of like you're like just show the fucking movie, Jesus Christ! By the time they get to you it. know, they do that. Shortest twenty two minutes. They do the that when you see a movie minutes. in three D. They show the movies in two D for a while, and then they show a Ashley, couple of movies in three D. In, in the trailers, and when they say like a movie, they should almost tell you on or what they should do is on the um. The, the website, they should tell you not what time the trailers start. They should say, this is literally the time the movie starts. Like, say, say, okay, 10.20 is when the trailers begin. 10.50 is when the movie begins. Because I show up, you know, Sometimes the they don't even turn on the projectors on time. Was, all right, all right, Ashton, was there anything weird about the movie Coco when y'all went to see it last weekend? No. 
Did, was it a lot of trailers? Did it take a while for the movie to start? Yeah. How long? I mean, the whole Coco thing is was, based on, I, I right? Mean, I mean, was the fro- was the frozen thing? Was it worth twenty? The movie doesn't start forty four minutes until the 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 lights dim. Did you? I mean, was it all? It was almost an hour before the movie started. Did that kind of make you? I mean, did it kind of make you mad being a fifteen year old? You get, you get a little antsy waiting for this fucking movie to start. Well, he said the movie was was worth it, but but was it like strange? Like like whenever you were a lot of people, whenever they go see this, they're, they're halfway through the frozen movie, and the, and they'll a lot of people has been going to the lobby saying, "Hey, I think we're in the wrong movie." Did you honestly think that maybe you were in the wrong movie? No, because they had post out front like a little warning sign saying the Olaf, the Olaf movie is before. All right, well that's why I was going to ask you because everybody that called in the radio station this morning on our local rock station uh. said that there were signs, but they didn't see them. But Ashley said he saw the sign. You know, that's a good sign when you have to literally put signs outside of the movie to t- to that's tell all. people don't walk out of the theater. This this is how it's this awfulness is how it's supposed to be. Yeah, that's not that, You know what that oh whole Coco thing, thing is based little on? Matto, little Matto, would it keep his attention that long? I mean, you no. know, you'd be at a popcorn. And a lot of people were calling in like, well, you know, if you got to pee and all that right after the Frozen movie, well, that's perfect timing because you'd had to pee 40 minutes into the Coco movie. So this kind of saves you. Then you got to pee again because you have a full movie coming up. I always have to get up and pee during but, a movie because I always drink a whole Coke. Yeah, but one there. guy... But one guy called in and he's like, you know, we we scheduled our plans for, you know, maybe ten minutes of previews, fifteen minutes of previews, and an hour and a half movie, and you know, and it was almost an hour before the movie started. Uh, before, so so just a fair warning, you know, if anybody wants to go and see the full version uh, yeah. with the Olaf movie, they're pulling it December eighth. Well, there you go. I you, know. You know I what know the whole Sandra, Coco probably... thing is about, right? It's Tiger based on a uh, Mexican Paul. holiday. Oh. Yeah, we know. But back to Sean's question, I uh, I know with Sander, like if we well, if yeah he'd be yeah, like if there's even like three or four ads, he, he turns to me he's like, oh, when's the movie starting, right? And he right. wants to eat his popcorn and stuff. He, he plows through the popcorn and candy, so it sounds like the movie would start and everything's are going to be done. And now he's got to sit for an hour and a half. Yeah, but Asher said it's definitely worth seeing, and I think it's rated G. But he said all three of my kids said that that movie blew them away. Okay, no Oscar. Hold on. Ah. He was eating my daughter's food. <laughs> stupid cat. Cats are stupid. <laughs> we love our cat. New cats. They uh, they've added a lot of life here at Freeman Kingdom. Yeah. So I saw, I saw a movie. What'd you oh, see? Wonder. Uh, last, yeah, <laughs> last night I just spontaneously was like, you know what I'm gonna go do? I'm gonna go see Wonder. Wonder. Because it was right at the street, there was a screening at like eleven o'clock, and I just said, you know, I, I, I've been kind of hearing good things. I want to go see it. Uh, the plot of the movie is, as you've seen from the trailer, it's about it's kind of like a new version of Mask, except the mother the mother is not a drugged out piece of garbage. Mm-hmm. And um, um, the plot uh, of it is the boy whose face is deformed because he had to have a lot of he was born deformed, had to have a lot of surgeries, and he's avoided like you know avoided other kids his whole life. He's been homeschooled. Well, he, they're about to start middle school, and the parents decide he's got to get out in the real world at some point. And this is like a new school because it's middle school now, and there'll be new kids. And it's the perfect time mm-hmm. to send him out there. And the pl- and that's just the setup for the movie. And it's about this little boy uh, yeah, played by the remarkable Jacob Trimbley from r- not the room, just room. 
mm-hmm. uh, plays this kid, and it's a. There's not much to tell you about the plot. It's just a really good, well done, well acted movie. And I got to say, there was a couple times in there. There was this doesn't happen to me, guys, but I'll admit it because I'm not ashamed of anything. I literally had a tear roll down my face in one scene. Dude, you literally. cry every episode. You tell us about crying every week. I That's literally fine. had a tear in one scene where I was like, oh, God, and I had to wipe it off. Mm. So it was so uh, you're just watching you'll every single then? episode of I heard, The Walking I heard Dead. I cry every episode of But it's uh, uh, the, the scene it that got me kind of. Say what? I heard that movie breaks your heart. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a heart wrenching movie. And like. Uh, like uh, uh, it, I bet it would get some Oscar nominations of some kind for acting or something. Like Julia Roberts should get nominated for something. Um, Owen Wilson play. He has no story. He just plays good guy dad. He's just like a really good guy, and he's this kid's yeah. father. You know, and he's just really good with him and sweet with him, and he's funny. Oh, hey champ, hey champ, how's it going, champ? Look, look champ. See, wait, Dad, come on. <laughs> he's cooler than Sam Elliott. Well, I mean, you know, a different way. Sam Elliott was the biker dad. Uh, this movie doesn't break your heart like Mask does, because that movie had a horrible end. This movie has a happy ending, whereas Mask had, like, the biggest downer ending. Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis, when she goes in. A scene that should have won a scene that should have won a, a share an Academy Award when she finds her kid dead at the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. God, that sure. is some heart-wrenching, like, ugh. Don't you do this to me, Rocky! Right. But you remember Rocky had a headache, and she's like, "If you do get out, get out." And she starts, she starts like breaking all the plates and shit. Oh god, it was brutal. Mm. What when he had a headache? I'm talking about mask at the end of mask when when she she gets the phone call and the and their friend says he didn't show up for school. So she's like, and she just immediately just in her heart knows he's dead. So she goes into the bedroom and he's lying in bed and she just starts like putting on this act like, well, you're going to miss school today, Rocky, and they're going to they're going to be mad. You know, you got to get up. OK, Rocky. You know, and she, but she knows she's still trying to play along like it's a normal day, even though she knows he's dead. It's, it's Wait, really well. Did he, did he commit suicide in the mask thing? No, uh, he just died of his of his uh, uh, skull was pushing into his brain. But, it, but, but most of that movie is Cher played his mom. It was kind of like, oh, it's a hassle. You know, your sickness is a hassle. But, you know, she was dating Sam Elliott, uh, which was a biker, and all the bikers really liked Rocky Dennis. Yeah, they were all great to him. Mm-hmm. And she she became – like, she was a horrible person for, like, the first half of the movie, and then she got – she was a drug addict. And then she gets cleaned up and becomes a really good mother and good person in the second half of the movie. But it's uh, – a that movie is just – that's a movie you don't watch when you want to feel good about anything. Yeah. But this movie was very uplifting. Everybody was great. Uh, made me cry a little. And uh, it has a very uh, unexpected cameo that maybe I should spoil on the show. There's a pretty funny cameo in the movie that is not just one scene. It's in about uh, four or five scenes. In what movie? In Wonder. Something okay. very unexpected. The kid is a huge Star Wars fan. Okay. And that's very well established in the movie. So his imaginary friend is Chewbacca. Oh, what? Chewba- Chewbacca's okay. in the movie like a bunch. Oh, really? The guy who plays Chewbacca? I don't know if it's the same guy, but it looks just like the the real Chewbacca. Like Disney licensed out Chewbacca, these people. That's kind of cool. And you oh, also see the... So he's in makeup. Well, it's it's just Chewbacca. I mean, it's this, it looks oh, like... Okay. It's literally Chewbacca, like the the, the Wookiee. 
So the kid loves Star Wars, and his imaginary friend is Chewbacca, and he see that he's in like four or five scenes. There's like a scene he like imagines himself like he's all like scared to go to school, and he imagines himself walking down the hallway at school with Chewbacca, and Chewbacca's just walking next to him. <laughs> you know, Peter and, Mayhew uh, to play Chewbacca for that, those scenes. I. I'm sure it was just some rant. You, well, Peter, you, know, you know Peter Mayhew does not play Chewbacca anymore. He's too old. They, got some, they have a young guy who plays him now. So but they also have a cameo by uh, the Emperor. It's not Ian McDermott, but the Emperor is in one shot as well. That's pretty funny. Oh, cool. What are you the, watching, Ted? This was fucking wonder. wonder. The goddamn Emperor from Star Wars is in the movie. That's kind of no wonder he likes it. He's taking LSD, man. He's you in, went the in the wrong movie. He's in the movie. <laughs> you went into Star Wars, my, Ted. I think I, I can finish my sentence, please, <laughs> please. If I can finish my sentence, he, the Emperor's in the movie because the other kids find out that he's a huge Star Wars fan, and as an insult, one of them starts calling him Darth Hideous because cool. he's ugly. Yeah. And and so the kid is sitting in class and he's feeling all bad about getting called Darth Hideous and he looks over and he literally sees the Emperor standing over in the classroom like. <laughs> So, is this? Let me ask you: Is this then? Uh, is it a? Is it a comedy? Am oh, I no, it's a, it's, it's a no. total drama. But it has some little lighthearted moments. Like, oh, you, Matt, you haven't seen the trailer? I, I don't know anything about. It. I just know oh, it was like it, the first the cutest, movie to get a hundred percent rating or something. It's like that. the cutest little kid, right? And it looks like yeah. his face has been burned. Yeah, un, he un, like burn unfixable. Victim. He looks like a burn victim, and he goes to school, and they're laughing at him, and he's he's trying to be the cool kid. I mean, not the cool kid, but just have a big heart and be happy. But everybody's just down on him. You're like, oh my god, your face is fucked up. Like, like, like the other, some parents don't want him. It's based on a true story. Like some parents like don't Vanilla want him Ska. in the school. Like Vanilla Sky. Yeah, like some parents don't want him in the school because it, they they said his face is literally giving their kids nightmares. Like their kids come home from school and they're like disturbed the, the by having broke the preview broke my heart, man. That's why I'm telling you, man. This movie would yeah. make me long. I mean, but you yeah, have I mean, an, it, uh, you it, having it, a son it, now, man. I, th I think like me and you, this movie would 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 we wouldn't be able to hide the look away the stuff. I don't want it, the it's, it's an uplifting movie at the end. It's not sad. Okay. It's uplifting. Uh, I and I totally recommend it. It's really good, and yeah. it's it'll probably get some Oscar Highest nomination. Highest movie ever. Go look in. Go look at the trailer, Matt. You'll see. You'll see. You'll see. All right. All right. I saw. I saw a movie too. Can I talk about my movie? Yes, sir. Sure, a little sure. older. It's a little older, and uh, I want you guys to see it too. And I talked about it before the show. It's Valerian, and uh, the City yeah. of a Thousand Planets. I think it is. Mike gave me that movie this week. I got the movie for free. City of a Thousand. I'm out. Uh, yeah, I think Matflix has it on right now. It's a it's a deal. So this is <laughs> Matt, from a Matflix. Uh, got all the paperwork done and the negotiations with the studio. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's going to be streaming through the holidays. <laughs> and my kids have not seen this movie. Now, and Matt, probably beyond, just for whatever. Matt, just, uh, here's a little thing. My, my kids have an aunt that doesn't have kids. So she comes down. Their aunt will take them to uh, a convenience store. And they'll they'll literally spend 70 bucks in a convenience store because they'll get you know the Starbucks drinks and five candy bars and the $7 bag of... You know, their aunt spoils them. But th this is one movie that they didn't go see with her that we all have been wanting to see, dude. So what you gave us was really nice because it's going to be a nice yeah. family. Right. Well, I, 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 and I, I want to see it. I purchased a legitimate copy and mailed it to you, so I'm glad, uh, yes, I'm glad uh, to get a lot yeah. of uh, out of that. Yeah. 
So, I, okay, let me talk about it. So it's Luke Besson, director. He did uh, Fifth Element, which is one of my favorite movies, too, with uh, Bruce Willis and Mia Jovovich. And it's the same kind of kind of balls-out design. Like, if you remember Fifth Element, it's, it just felt like everyone was wearing that. Like, no, it was just like, it was super creative, it was super colorful. Like, the, the villain was just, everyone looked like they had their clothes designed for them by, like, a, a, a designer on crack, right? So there's in this movie, there's just, like, Hundreds of different types of aliens, a lot of really cool scenarios that the heroes find themselves in. It feels like, and someone described this to me, it feels like the movie's just a, an old-fashioned sci-fi serial. In that there's like five mini-movies inside this one movie. Every 20 minutes they're getting in, in another situation that's just like really crazy. And it's all leading up to one big plot. But it's just that... It, the, the, the ending is kind of by the numbers, but the, the whole movie itself, I think, is... I want to see more of that in theaters. I want to see more risk-taking, because this movie felt like just really bizarre ideas mm-hmm. were being put into it. I thought it had one of the coolest trailers I'd ever seen. Like, I remember I saw the trailer yeah. several times in the theater, and every time I'd perk up and go, look at this fucking movie, what is this? Yeah. Well, I mean, girl, for, that, for... I love that girl, and she reminds me of Mo. Oh, she's super bad. Well, I Singer Mo. Movie, I think the main actor and the, the girl Ruby is doing really job. I don't know. But so like for instance there's one scene in the very beginning where they have to go to uh it's got like the biggest flea market in the galaxy except it's in another dimension. So they go to this giant desert, but if they put on goggles, they can see the flea market because it's in the same planet but a different dimension and they can interact with it and so the whole action sequence is them popping in and out of this dimension and that's just the first like 20 minutes of the movie and it, it's just stuff like that that happens throughout the whole thing now it's such a good movie now i heard it, it, I heard it, it was it didn't do that such well at the an box office, movie. but it should have yeah it didn't yeah. do that good at the box but, office and it's but it, it was up i forget what it was up against but it was i, I think the pre-production for advertising and stuff like that was was not budgeted the way it was supposed to but my understanding this was a movie it was so overlooked that's going to kill it when it comes out to Blu-ray and 4K. Because I heard, I heard that the, the special effects, the makeup, yeah. the worlds, and, and they, they galaxy hop, right? From you know this planet to the Milky well, Way, here to there. To no. So here, here's the premise. So a long time ago, like it, it all starts with the International Space Station. And they take the concept that little by little, the International Can Space the Station... Canadarm? Yeah. Actually, it's a good tie. It's what we were talking about. So little by little... Things were added to the International Space Station until we discovered aliens. Then aliens started adding their own stuff to the space station until a thousand years later they had to send it on its way because it was getting too big. And now there's this giant floating planet just made up of thousands of different alien species and their their stores and their their buildings. It's just this giant ugly mass of ships. That's the city of a thousand planets, and that's where the the movie takes place. So the, 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 the space station has just over time turned into this. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so I'm looking on ratings. So like Rotten Tomatoes isn't nice to it, but uh, RogerDebert.com gave it a four out of four. Like they absolutely loved it. So I, this is a movie that you're, I think like you said, you guys, it's it was super overlooked when it came out. But it's based I, on a I, comic, I really a French it. comic. Yeah, French comic, right? So there yep. you go. There you go. I don't know. I, I, if I was it was really just based on a comic, I would not have perked up. But when you say French comic, then you got me. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I, I gush over it, but um, I really like it. I'll yeah. definitely watch it. I, re- I want to. S- Did I tell you guys the premise of uh, uh, the, the movie A Quiet Place? No. Have y'all heard of A Quiet Place? No. 
This movie, I saw the trailer again last night, and I, I they showed the trailer before Justice League, and I was like, well, there's a movie I definitely will be seeing in the theater. It looks right up my alley. Um, it's a horror movie, and it stars John Krasinski from The Office, who's now become a dramatic actor, as you know, John Krasinski. Yep. He was in that uh, that Benghazi, whatever, 13 Hours movie. He's got like, a beard now, and he's ripped. Yeah, and he's all, he's all like ripped, and he's like he's like on the poster <laughs> for 13 hours. like, and he, and he apparently wants to be in the Marvel Universe, which I'm like, whatever, sure. Um, okay. and it's Emily Blunt, who's his real life wife. And it looks very similar to it comes at night, except better. Cause, uh, and the plot of this movie is it's called a quiet place. Yeah. And they are living in like a cabin out in like the mountains, them and their two kids. And it's a typical thing where like the world's come to an end or there's a virus or who knows what the hell's going on. And they're living. But the prince, the principle is that yeah. something in the woods is, is going to eat them. Okay. And, and the thing, and the thing totally hunts by sound, and it has such good hearing that it can hear even the slightest little noise. So these people have to live their whole lives make, not making a single sound, or else okay. this thing will come and eat them. And they've even learned like sign language. They like are sitting at the dinner table and they communicate with sign language, and. Um, the trailer is really well done because the trailer is just dead silent and it has them like going to bed and making a noise and it has them like they're playing a board game and they have, they have like a pad, like a piece of styrofoam that they throw the dice on so it won't make any noise. Mm -hmm. And then of course the trailer ends with one of the kids knocks over a lantern and John Krasinski throws like a thing on it and covers it up and he's like, fuck. And then they start hearing this weird creaking sound on the roof and then it says a quiet place. We're shit out of luck now. It, it looks good. Look it up. Look up the trailer on a. Wonder how yeah, much. Watch the trailer for that, and watch the trailer. For I wonder how much of the movie is going to be total silence. I hope a lot because I think that's interesting. And if that's, I hope it's not a thing where for like the first ten minutes they're silent, and then oh well, the, we made a noise. Now it's going to be running and screaming for two hours. I wonder what the monster but, is. It looks good to me. I, I definitely will see it. That, that's interesting concept because, like, so I guess when it rains, then you can actually do stuff because it's it's covered up by the rain, right? That's a good thought, Matt. Could, Matt, yeah. you are you were born to survive in this hellacious, no sound <laughs> world. Well, so like, I, it's raining. We can go outside. I'd make little iPod uh, iPod flyers and just fly them out into the woods to distract them, so I can get that, out. Yeah, that's true too. Couldn't they? You know, and now the movie's falling apart. Thanks, Matt. Couldn't they <laughs> just set up like? noisemakers all over the woods that just keep this monster always confused. Yeah, or trap it, right? Yeah, we, 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 Would it be hard to trap, just get a cage and put like a song in it, and it goes in there and you just trap it in the cage and then set it on fire? I think we poked this uh, movie. Well, good job, uh, John Krasinski. Your movie's full of holes. I liked it, and then in six <laughs> seconds, Matt ruined it. <laughs> I hope he does well. I like John Krasinski. I don't think people are going to ever see him as anyone but Jim, though. Yeah, that's the problem. He's just, he was too good as Jim. He's too nice. He's too lovable. So nice, guys. That's my problem. I can't. I can't break out because my image is just so nice and clean. You're too nice. You're too nice. So I never complain about things. I never complain about Walking Dead. I'm always you, you apologize for things that you didn't do, like all Canadians. You it like like somebody will steal your car and you go, oh sorry, sorry, sorry. Go sorry. away, bear. Go, go away. Go go away, Barry. Go get, get out of here, bear. All right, beer. All right, beer. You can come inside for just a minute, okay? <laughs> sorry, sorry about the trash can beer. We'll get you some brewskis, bear. <laughs> some brewskis. Come on, bear. Come on and have a brewski. We're gonna watch. Uh... Beery, beery, beery. 
Matt, you watch Valerian. Again, Matt. Hey, Beard, you want to come and watch Valerian? <laughs> oh, you can't see it? Okay, I'll turn the TV to the window. There you go, Beard. Oh, oh Bear, you got, Bear, you got the Mariana's foot in your mouth. Okay, Bear, would you let her go? Okay, you don't want to? Okay, Bear, sorry, Mariana. Sorry. Look, <laughs> company. It's company. Oh, sorry. 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 Sorry, guys. I listen to Kyle Jones' podcast now, which is phenomenal. Everybody should listen to him, but it's uh, uh, Slice of Pie podcast. Okay. Uh, but, but he's always like, sorry. And there's a couple of words that he says that you and him say exactly alike. Colin Jones. Who's he? Kyle Jones. He was oh, the, Canadian, he was the Canadian on VGO before. He has he a new one. And, you know, he's, he's called the Pie Whisperer. You know, he loves pie. But his hair pie? He, he's the only person on the show that's called a Slice of Pie podcast because he, he loves and craves pie. So, you know, what's pie in his life? Star Wars, comics. And he always has, like, Kyle's favorite things. And it might be a razor that he bought or, you know, some shoes that he bought or a pair of pants. But he always starts off with Kyle's favorite thing. Then he has slices of pie. Like this week, we're going to talk like uh, DC Comics or Star Wars or this game. He talks gaming a lot and card games, and it's it's done really good. And the thing with Kyle is, you know, Kyle was it last year? He come in from Canada, went into Charlotte, dude. He drove two hours here to buy me a beer, right? Which you know, he's like a fucking crazy celebrity. Me, dude, I love Kyle Jones. Mm-hmm. So we were sitting there. Yeah, talking, but 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 to be but, fair. To, to Sean, I was a crazy fucking celebrity. Sean's very easy to to to, to impress. But, but I was sitting, sitting there talking to Kyle, and and you know he's from Toronto, where you are, Matt or ba- you know Barry and all that. But he he was roommates in college with this wrestler named Edge, Edge in the WWE. But to hear him talk about those stories of going to the mall with Edge. And like Edge, like like not wanting any girls around and stuff because I mean, you know, Edge was like like a big wrestler, you know. So he would go to the mall and Kyle's like, yeah, there'd be fifty girls. You know, we'd have to duck in the back and, uh, but but it's I, I, hopefully he'll talk about that soon on the Slice Pop podcast. He just put out mm-hmm. episode seven today. But listen to it, man. It's a really fun show. I did Kyle. Uh, I had a beer with Canada. Kyle. Yeah. Yeah. Because check this out. Matt bought a a, a gift, and yeah. it was. Like twenty five dollars for this gift. Uh, only they didn't ship to Canada, so he had it shipped to my house. So whenever I went to have it shipped to Canada, for it, it was like sixty seventy bucks, something like that, to have it shipped uh, for the waiter, or whatever. So Matt was like, "Well, it's not worth all that." So whenever I met with Kyle, we smuggled Matt's gift back to Toronto, and you and Kyle met up, right, and had a pint. Yeah, and he gave me the thing, and it was like a thing for my like newborn child Xander at the time, except like because stupid, 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 useless laws that make no sense. That yeah, you can't just take it. You can't. You can't. You can't take that baby carriage across the border. What the fuck? Or it costs something like ridiculous hey, amounts yeah. of money to ship. So it's, uh, it's, a, it's a money grab. It's a money grab. It's it is. And it's where it was an electronic, you know, like like you said, people would ship you games and stuff like that. But I guess where it was an electronic. There was all this special laser x-ray. I, I don't know. I, I'm sure they don't do nothing. They just, no. they just ship it across a line. That's why I smuggle my cat on airplanes. It's an admitted money grab. It's the principle. And yeah. I, 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 a Delta employee literally told me they're, they're, it's, a, it, it's a whole scam they have. I, I mean, when, when an actual employee said, I'm going to tell you the truth, it is a money grab scam because they charge you 100 extra dollars to just fly your cat on the plane. Bullshit. And the and the cat is just a carry on, yeah. you know. The cat you get two carry ons. You get you get you know one that goes under the seat and one goes in the compartment. They count it as one of your carry ons. So it's like you, so 
the cat just goes under the seat, and they just, it's, that's a hundred dollars, sir. Why? Because it is. You know, that's it. Yeah. So I smuggle boo. I have smuggled boo on planes for years, and I've only been caught like once. You that's know, so and maddening I mean, too. It I, is. You have no choice, right? You have to fly. You have to fly. You have a cat, and you can't. You know, you go home for Christmas. I'm not going to leave my cat in the apartment. Or my, and my cat's very. Uh, you've never met my cat. My cat has a lot of emotional problems because she was abandoned. Like you could not leave my cat. My, yeah. Like 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 my cat. If if I go to sl- my cat is so attached to me. If I go to sleep, the cat gets very upset that I'm unconscious for like three hours. He's like ah ah. So I mean um. Yeah, I, the cat has to come, and uh, the fact that they want to double the price of flying to bring the cat. So I've smuggled the cat a million times, and I got caught once. And all they do is go, "Hey, did you pay for that cat?" And you go, "Oh shit, I did not." And they go, "Okay, well, come over and pay for it." They don't, they don't make a deal about it, you know. It's what like if you said trouble. no, just like I, I'd rather not? What are they going to do? They'll probably call security or something. But I mean, uh, yeah. it's very easy to smuggle your cat. Like I'm flying soon for Christmas to go home again, but. Mm. It's very easy to smuggle the cat. You How know, you flying to my place for Christmas. Are you coming over to Canada? Yeah, that would be the most Christmassy place to go. I thought you and Sean were coming over. Mm. Yeah, if, I am. I want to cross that border. Uh, my Mariana wants to know if Tony Danza is coming over for Christmas. We could Tony use the extra help. Tony Danza, Donald Trump, and uh, who's and the other Donald voice Trump. I do? Oh, oh, and Dave Mustaine are all coming. And Dave Christmas. Mustaine, Dave Mustaine, Tony, and Donald Trump are all coming. Like, hello, 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 yeah. Matt. It's me, Donald and Tony Danza. <laughs> yep, hey. she just she just did a little weird shiver. She's painting yeah. my door while I do this podcast. By the way, say hi, Mariana. Tell her they're, they're all yeah. coming over for. for she a, have peas on her neck. Dinner. Do you have peas on your neck? What does that mean? What, is, what does that I don't mean? Know. She just gave me a weird look. She, she posted a picture of peas on her neck that time. So I didn't, oh, like, that's because she was. I remember that. Canadians she was, are weird. She was yeah, eating. because she was she was pregnant and said it cooled her down to put peas on her neck. Oh, you, you did a pregnant shot with pea. I, this must be great podcasting if you're listening. You did a pod. You did a picture where you put frozen peas on your neck when you were pregnant with Winnie. Uh, Mariana, this is uh, United States El Presidente uh, Donald Trump, and I have a follow. I have a follow up question for you. Okay, Donald Trump has a follow-up question for you. Uh, I understand you like it when people pee on your neck. Can I, Donald Trump, pee on your neck? Because I'm kind of into that. Yeah. Donald Trump uh, is aware that you like it when people pee on your neck. Uh, He's wondering if he. All I uh, heard was the words "pee" and "neck." (laughs) We're we're gonna shut this. Hey, tell tell me, Ashton wants to know: Is he still the Buddha? Whatever that means. Uh, Ashton still wants to know. Remember when we were driving Ashton home and he got all uh, racy in the back seat of uh, the car? Oh, yeah. And he was hitting on you and everything? Listen <laughs> yeah. to that Canadian wife. Oh, Ask yeah. Matt. Oh, yeah. Ashton oh, wants yeah. to know. Oh, is, he, is he still the Buddha? <laughs> is, as she asked, is, is Ashton legal yet? Yeah. yeah. He's 15. There you go. He talks like, <laughs> he talks like this now, by the way. 15 oh, is legal in Canada. Tell her he is 6 foot 3 now. He's 6 foot 3. And six foot three slash seven. Guess what the and seven is? And is he still the Buddha? Is he still? The, is Ashton still the Buddha? I don't, I don't know what that means. Can you uh, tell Mariana to take a picture of those fucking perfect <laughs> ass teeth she's perfect ass Canadian teeth she's got and put oh, it on yeah. the internet. For, put it on the uh, Zombie Cast Twitter so they know what we're talking about. One more request because we talked about your teeth and how perfect they are. That's a lucky guy, man. I remember Mariana had the perfect shape. She's a pretty gal, man. I'm happy for you, dude. I'm, I'm oh, Mariana, uh, like, like. 
You guys, uh, we you both guys... got lucky, Sean. Angie, Angie's a looker. Yeah, thank you. And, and I heard Brianna she has, a, has the butt, and not a, I was looking, but I mean, you, you have a pretty wife. Well, thank you, buddy. Mariana is a little hot. Time. Just so the audience doesn't, no offense, Matt, but Mariana is a hottie. She Matt, has all Matt, Matt, teeth uh, Matt, Matt hit the jackpot there. I did. I'm, I'm a lucky yes. guy. <laughs> yeah. Exactly he what hit, Ted said. He won the Canadian sweepstakes. Yeah, me and Ted, we're going to come up there, Matt. <laughs> yeah, we, we just sat here and talked about how, how attracted we are to Matt's wife for like. We just talked for like five minutes about how attracted we are to Matt's wife, and then he but, finished it. Yeah, we're coming. <laughs> but Matt, Matt, honestly, when people compliment your wife, it makes you happy, right? Because you married good. I married good, just like That's you married right. a woman with talents yourself, who you mentioned. Uh, remember, remember, you mentioned Angie's talents a little while back. Amber, right. I mean uh, Angie. Yeah, yeah. Remember, uh, you might need a towel sometimes. Anyways, yeah. so. <laughs> Tell, you can tell your wife about uh, us about this funny bit of us talking about how hot she is for five minutes, and then suddenly Sean says, "Oh, by the way, Ted and I are coming. We're coming over. Yeah, we're gonna have visitors very soon, and it's gonna be super awkward." <laughs> the door. All right, there you go, boys. <laughs> yeah, right. Well. Yeah, let's get to the wrap up show. We do want to thank all the new guys for listening. I do want to apologize if you get. We're listening to this, and uh, you know it's, we hadn't been on a couple of weeks. Our hosting site, TalkShoe, uh, got hacked, and or something happened, and they're rebuilding the site, and they, they've been really slow. I've got actually three knuckleballer radios, and a couple of zombie, last week's ZombieCast and this ZombieCast. So it's supposed to be up any day now, and as soon as it does, I will get both of those shows up. So be sure to go back and listen to last week. Last week was a hot, quick 30-minute episode uh, because it was uh, a direct – response after the walking dead but we do want to thank everybody that listens go leave us a review if you like what you're listening to uh next week we got the season finale for the walking dead we got some good host uh guests that we're talking daryl might finally die which is going to be a shocking Mm -hmm. thing yeah and i really believe once i actually really am like they might fucking do it they may fucking do it it's about dan He's got he's got that motorcycle show. It's taken off. He can't afford to be weighed down by Walking Dead now. And, and I also, I, I want to say something too that I I know this is off topic and it's stupid Star Wars stuff, but I it it really even I'm like the biggest Star Wars fan in the world. I did not even really realize, and I'm, it kind of blew my mind. They posted a thing on Twitter saying ten days till the Last Jedi, like literally next week, and I was like, oh my god, that's true. That's true. What? That's right. It comes out. It does. It comes out next Thursday. So mm-hmm. it's like, like in my mind, almost. It just seems like it's you've been waiting for two years to see this movie, and it's like my mind just suddenly was like, "Oh my god!" It comes out next week. So are you guys seeing yeah. it first day? Are you? Oh taking yeah, the- I, I, got oh, it. I, I was there at uh, Fandango getting my ticket, so I got uh, Friday. It comes out Thursday night, but I got Friday eight thirty. Uh, in the ATL, I'm going to be seeing. It. I have these two friends named Brian and Nick, and I see we go see every, like every you know, middle of December. There's a big movie. Like there was Lord of the Rings for three straight years, and there was The mm. Hobbit for three straight years. Now we have a Star Wars, and the three of us go see every one of those big Christmas mid middle of Christmas tradition. Block. It's a thing we just do every year, and it's and it's always my job because the tickets are always sold out. It's always my job to be the one. They don't care enough to get to, to stay for the tickets, to you know to get them. So it's always mm-hmm. my job to refresh Fandango and get them. And then what, Brian will message me and go, "Did you get the Star Wars tickets?" I'm like, "Yeah, I got them." He's like, "Ooh, great, fuck, fucking great." 
So it's always it's my job. Guys. To get the Are you in South Park? Do that anymore yeah, with the movie it's pass. Gonna... <laughs> well, movie. The problem with movie pass is you can't pre-order tickets. You have to. You have to use it the same day. The you have to actually. You can only use movie pass at the theater. Uh, the day of the screening, so you can't go on Fandango and order a ticket with a movie pass, and that's like one of the reasons why I had to go see Justice League and Thor like Sunday night at eleven o'clock because those are the only screenings I could get into opening weekend, mm. where I could just go to the theater and get in. But for a movie like Wonder that's been out, it was just it was nice to be like I'm gonna go see that, and I got my movie pass, and it's 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 just a free movie basically. It, so I love so do, movie pass. do you buy popcorn and stuff when you're there though? Oh no, I, I never. I always take a coke oh. with me and stick it in my pocket, but I don't ever. Because uh... <laughs> I feel like that's the whole purpose of movie passes: to a get get viewing data from people who go to all the movies, see what movies they like, and b just to get like how do they make their no. money? No way, because I would. Uh... I, I read a whole thing about how they make their money. Because what it is 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 the theater doesn't lose any money. The theaters you they have a re- debt. They get re- you have a movie pass debit card, yeah. and they swipe it, and then they they bill movie pass the the twelve dollars um and then you know b- b- then my paypal account is linked to movie pass so at the at the end of every month it goes you get an email saying movie pass has taken nine dollars through pay and then it's nine bucks so you go see one movie it's paid yeah. for and then so i so this month i just saw wonder so i want to go see the shape of water that's going to be free i want to go see orient express that, that's going to be free i'm sure i'll use it to see star you wars see daddy's time. home too no probably not uh yeah, you see it tomorrow Ted. so you'll be fun I want to go see the man who invented Christmas. It's going to be free. I'm sure I'll see the last so, Jedi a second time. But me, how they make I their have money? A question. I, yeah. I want to hear how they make their money. Well, which he wants to go first? <laughs> no, no, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. How they make their money? I read about it. A, they sell your information. That's right. Which some pe- which everybody's fine with, because everyone sells your information anyway. But at least with this, you're getting a big reimbursement. Yeah. You know, because like Facebook sells your information, you don't get anything. You, you know, everyone does, but these people do it, and they're like, you can go see unlimited movies for nine bucks a month. Yeah. Um, there's that. Red, and there's also, the Redbox people, right? Is it Redbox or Netflix that owns MoviePass? Oh, I have no idea. Okay. I have no idea. But all these, they're all red. The, the MoviePass is red, the Redbox is red, and Netflix is red. So that's the color they've officially gone with for movie services. Um, and then they also have the theory that, you know, a lot of people will have movie pass, pay the nine bucks a month, but the majority of people will not go to a movie every month. You right. know what I'm saying? Uh, so okay. it's a, based on a lot of people going out. Oh, here's the nine bucks. I just didn't have time mm-hmm. to get to a movie this month. You got a free nine bucks. You know, or there's people that live in small towns who are going to a movie is four dollars. So they'll go to one movie, pay four bucks, oh. but movie pass got nine bucks. All right, so now let, let a, me ask you something, Ted. I'll go. Sorry, I thought no, you were done. Oh, no, there, there's a whole econ- They have a whole economy. Like it, it, it take. They have to have a mass amount of people for it to work to sign up. But I think they're getting there. So yeah. here's my question: because we've ordered Movie Pass, five yeah. of them, and whenever you go and you use your Movie Pass card, the theater has zero to do with that, right? They could care less what you're swiping. Oh, they don't give a shit. They they know what a Movie Pass is. How it works, Sean? So, is you uh? Oh, go ahead. Well, well, here's my question. Like like for me. Uh, ordering five of them. Uh-huh. Uh, I don't know if we're going to get five cars or if we're just going to get one car that's got five credits on it. Hopefully, Ashton has I, his own I would car. Assume you, I would assume you get five cards. Now, you know what? Nobody wants to go to a movie tonight, <coughs> but you know me, 
uh, Tommy from work and Billy Bob from the, the bar where I DJ. You know what? We want to go to a movie tonight. So I, I put in three movies, three movie tickets for a movie later. And I, I can use it on anybody, right? So what, what I'm saying, so like if you if you bumped yours up to two people, you could always go with a buddy with Movie Pass, right? That would be worth ten bucks, right, Ted? Tori, well, like if you went well, to you, more movies, you you can only use uh the, your if you have one Movie Pass, you can only buy one ticket at a time with it. But if I have five of them, but if you I'm have saying. five of them, you can buy five movie. Yeah, so you could you but could. It go, doesn't matter who goes in, right? Oh yeah, you could go get Ashton's. I'm sure you could go get Ashton's movie pass and get get like Angie's movie pass, and then get three tickets with those three movie passes. Because I'm the type of person that so like if a big movie is coming out, right, and it's not yeah. sold out, and I'm gonna go by myself. I'm the type of person that would put in that morning that I want five tickets. I go up there, I get all five tickets, and you know what? The people behind me is wanting to see the movie. You know what? Here's a gift for me today. There's just some movie tickets. I, I could see me doing yeah. that. Find the no, guy you could, to- you could, movie you could totally do that. Oh yeah, which, you could which totally. I plan on doing. You know, paying it forward with my movie pass because if I, you know, if everybody doesn't want to go, you know, I, I still get five movie tickets and be like, hey man, you know what? It's on me tonight. If Have I good- if I was just out at a mall with a friend and they wanted to go see a movie and I didn't, I'd say. I'll go get you a free ticket right now. Let's go get, you know, you can do, totally do that. It's weird that uh, they would do that, though, because that would mess up the data they're trying to sell people, right? Well, as long as you're the person who, like, I could go get the ticket and just give it to my friend. Gotcha. You know, I could go. But they don't, they don't match your ID or anything. How it works is you have an app on your phone. Mm-hmm. So your whole family is going to have to get the apps on their phone, Sean. And, and what it is is you find the movie. It has all the movie listings. You find the one you want. And you have to be at the theater. Like if you if you're not at the theater, it knows. It says you are more than a hundred yards away from the theater, and you can't. So you have to be at the theater, and you just click the movie the time you want, and it says, "We hope you enjoy your movie." Da, da, da. If you if the movie is sold out, or you would like to change movies, click here, and then you just walk up to this thing and say, "Uh, yeah, hi, I want to see Wonder at uh, ten forty five. I I did Movie Pass, and you just swipe the card like it's a credit card." And they and that's it. And they give you your ticket. Hmm. Ah. So it's, it's, it's you great. you you like living by yourself. Would it be nice for you to get two movie passes? And that way, you know what? You can treat a friend every time you go. Hey, man, the movie's on me. Let's go to a movie. Nah, fuck them. They can get I, mean, I, think it, I think it'd be worth <laughs> they ten bucks. Their, they can get their well, they, they can get their own movie pass. Fuck them. Yeah, but people just don't do stuff like that. Like, well, like, they need to do stuff like like uh, we've been talking to uh, uh, Eric. Um, we know him on the on the forums. Me and Norma play Gears of War with him, and we we love Movie Pass. And he's like, my wife won't let me get a Movie Pass. And we're like, it's it, it's again, like, we go to the movie all the time. And I'm like, that then that makes no sense. Your wife's wrong because y'all'd be saving. It, it costs fifty, you know, it costs ten, twelve, sometimes fifteen dollars a movie, depending on when you go and yeah. where you go. So, like, I saw, I literally saw. Seventy dollars worth of movies in November for nine bucks, and, and you, I don't and know. You can, you can see IMAX too, right? As long as it's not three D. I, I think it, so. It's you, all two D movies. Uh, yeah, you can't see three D. There are some thick. You can't see a three D movie. You can't see this. But I mean, I, I've been to a movie that cost nine bucks with it. I've been to a movie. Justice League's ticket was a fifteen dollar ticket, and Movie Pass paid for it. So considering that I paid nine bucks for the month, and one movie was fifteen, and you see one movie a day, right? Yeah, I could, I could go. I could hang up right now and just go see a movie for free right now if I wanted to. I, like I, mean, that, I don't think it's, it's in the Canada best, though. 
But it's I like the it. best deal I've ever heard in my life. It's it's yeah. almost too good to be true. It really is. So I don't I don't know. I think they said they got to get a lot of people. So if, if they have so many people have signed up that they're just raking in this money, and then they say seventy percent of those people skip a month and don't go every. Like I'm sure there'll be a month where I don't go to a movie. I, I'll make myself go to see anything just to use it. But there's people that just don't do that. They end up. Oh God, we made twenty million dollars yeah. this month off people not going to the movie. Dude, yeah. the car mic, the car mic is literally, or the AMC is literally one mile from my house. Yeah. And then we have uh, the Four Seasons uh, Theater, which is a new updated theater with with all the crazy. They have like the the Lux, Grand <laughs> Lux Cinemas with the recliners and stuff. Yeah. Uh, it's literally two miles from me, maybe three. I, so, I've got, dude, I've got I would the, literally go. I could go to five movies a week, some weeks. I've got the Cinemark North Hollywood and the Burbank Town Center AMC Six Theater. Both of them are two miles from me, and they they screen movies late, and they both have reclining seating, and it's it's just unbelievable. They're like again, it's it's cool just to go. I think I'll go see. Yeah, I think right now I'll go see Murder on the Orient Express. I could be there in seven minutes. Yeah, and you just walk in, movie pass up, and you sit down. Is that down not and cool, you, man? I mean, that this I'd deal. Love, no, that's it's amazing. I don't think Canada has it though. That's a thing. I mean, and it's fifty bucks for us, but fifty yeah. us spending fifty bucks is going to save us two hundred and fifty bucks a month. Well, the amount of times you guys go, and you, and you know, also, Matt, they now yeah. have a yearly deal. They they have a yearly deal where you can actually buy a whole year of the pass, and you save a lot of. Where, where if if you pay once a month, it's nine bucks. But if Probably you buy like the movie pass, or for, if you buy the pass for a whole year, it's like six bucks a month. They do the math, so it's six times twelve. So you end up paying ultimately six dollars a month to go see it so it's even better so like uh, to sean right i know that's a lot to buy five tickets but i mean i can do it yeah but if you if your family's gonna go to a shitload of movies over the next year it's worth buying five year-long ones and you would end up saving hundreds of dollars five of us to a movie ted is 85 bucks yeah i know i know yeah but but, do do you have like like I always get the popcorn bucket deal. Like if we go like this theater right here, right? I'll pay the twenty dollars for the the popcorn deal, and, and that comes with two dollar refills for a year. And yeah, so you know, like like I, with Movie Pass, you know, and, and with the popcorn bucket, a lot of times we would get by. We go rent a Netflix, I mean a uh, Redbox movie, right? Well, hell, I would take my popcorn bucket and just go in the theater and get me a thing of popcorn, put it in the passenger seat, go home, and we'd all eat theater popcorn and watch. Redbox movies, yeah. but it, it's just as cheap for us now. You know, instead of Redboxes all week, just to get movie. T- I mean, fifty bucks. I mean, because we won't go bowling and here. Sorry, guys. I'm getting a I'm getting a call from Derek's mom. Uh, one sec. Yeah, yeah. Two minutes. Yeah, don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, yeah. We're we're just on it. We're just right, ma'am, ma'am. Yeah. Okay, you gotta relax. We are off in two minutes. You gotta let us do our show. Okay. I love well, she. She gets our numbers in the chat too, so that's a double plus for. Uh, oh, here's 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 the shout out. Right. Well, like, the I don't, chat. You know what? There's there's wait, 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 there is a website called there is literally a website called Canada Movie Pass. Yeah, yeah but I just looked it up. But, it's not, it's not yeah. we we better get off. Uh, we we get off the air. So let's get to the wrap up yeah. show. Matt, where I mean, Ted, where can people find you? Uh, just Tedekin on everything and, uh, Star Wars next week. Can't wait. Uh, Daryl dies this Sunday. That's going to be, I, uh, once upon a time I'd have been sad. Now I think I'm just going to be puzzled and confused when it happens. <laughs> you know, like, wow, they did it. Um, 
And yeah, Tenek on 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 uh, everything, and I, I'll be getting PUBG on my X Bone soon, and I'm playing a lot of Star Wars Battlefront, which I, in spite of the controversy, I absolutely love that game, and I want to test out. They they claim they slightly fixed the progression today, very slightly. I want to get on there later tonight and see what they did, um, but I uh, love that game too. So come game, game with me, y'all. Tenek on world. Xbox Live. All right, Matt, where can people find you? I also uh, not, now have Overwatch on Xbox Live as well, so you can pl- I can play there too, Sean, your uh, son, and I can yeah. play. Uh, at Matt McFly, M-E-T-T-O-M-C-F-L-Y, on the No Sleep Podcast, every Sunday. Uh, buy the game debris on Steam, uh, nominated for awards, we're trying, and uh, yeah. Oh yeah, uh, debris, debris nominated for, you gotta, there's a thing where you can vote for debris, debris up for an award, right? Yeah. Check it out. I will vote. Please, please I vote. vote. Debris, D-E-B-R-I-S. Nice. Uh, and you can find me on Twitter.com slash FreemanDaddy5. My Xbox One Gamer Tag is FreemanDaddy7. Check out my other show, Knuckleballer Radio, which is live here Thursday nights on the All Games Radio Network at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And we do want to thank all the chatters. And, uh, 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 we got 30 seconds. Force 1001. Uh, but on behalf of the mighty All Games Radio Network, Mr. Ted, and Madam McFly, and myself, FreemanDaddy5, we call episode 278 Zombie Cast. A total It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.